Blog Talk Radio. And I just turned this world. This is what I am. Understand, I don't give a damn. My doja kosher game over, soldier, I'm coolin' Be on the sofa Niggas is posers and I'm the sculptor Don't mean it, it's soldier, but fuck the vultures, I Feel them the dopeness and proper dosage, I Crank up the focus to get it amplified Feel it's in the ceiling, but still it's some bigger fist to fry Designed to recline and sip the chateau Plotting on the bronze behind with a banging natural That is, of course, unless you're not listening Live, this is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast. It is Wednesday. It's November 7th. It's 2018. I'm your host, Travis Bryant. And uh, joining me um, shortly, let's say, joining me shortly will be Cameron Hawkins. And uh, we'll talk to him and get his rundown on the things of the uh, last week in Pro Wrestling TV. Uh, But until then, let me go ahead and give out all the pertinent information. Again, I'm Travis Bryant. I'm hosting this here show. If you want to call in and talk to myself or Cameron or interact with any of the other callers, you got to hit us up on the Constellation lines. Give us a call at 347-202-0103. Once again, that's 347-202-0103. And that is one way to have your voice heard on this show. The other way is staggered, not a live call. Hit us up on our voicemail line. You got three minutes to drop a rant, a bunch of questions, uh, comments, whatever you got. Hit the voicemail line and let it fly. And I want to remind myself right here at the top to play Will Johnson's voicemail from last week that I hope isn't too dated um, but we'll get, so hit your voicemail, hit the voicemail lineup, and I promise I will play it on the uh, <laughs> appropriate show. Uh, 415-787-5229. 415-787-5229. That is the voicemail line. If you want to hit us up by email, drop us a line at eastcoastaudioshow at gmail.com. Eastcoastaudioshow at gmail.com. The mailbag is always open and constantly being refreshed. Uh, We've got uh, got a VIP email from Josh, so that'll be for Rich and I later on tonight for the VIP portion of the show. So get your non-VIP emails in if you want to have them read here on this broadcast live. Again, East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. Twitter, that's another way to get at us. Find the show at East Coast Cast, twitter.com slash East Coast Cast, or uh, find me on my personal Twitter at Travlord, and you can find Cam at Seahawk, and that's C E E Hawk. And the last bastion of Get Adage, find us on Facebook, the Facebook fan page. Uh, find us at facebook.com slash PW Torch East Coast Cast. Um, give us a like over there, uh, chime in with, you know, things you. See over there, articles, pictures, memes, all kinds of stuff. Uh, interact with uh, the rest of the linos over there as well. Uh, share, the, share the page on your timeline. Uh, tag your other wrestling pals in it. 
get the uh, word spreading that way. So, in the meantime, we'll go ahead and officially introduce the co-host of this here show, uh, co-host extraordinaire, uh, the podcasting uh, pavilion. I don't know. That already doesn't make sense. Cameron Hawkins. Let's uh, <laughs> let's get Cam on here. Cam, what's happening? I feel like you're calling me wide, and I don't like it. <laughs> wide and 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 of course, like and five pointy stories. at the same time. Yeah. Oh, good. You, you foresaw my uh, my question. I'm glad things are good. Yeah. Um, how, how are you feeling about the last week in pro wrestling TV? What uh, what are we're gonna do things? I think a little differently in the top, but we're certainly gonna do headlines. So, what's your thing? Yeah, I kind of I kind of sat back. It was like you know, it was like eight nine in the morning. I was like, okay, let's make some polls for this week, and came up with nothing. Like yeah. and, and guess what? I was like, here's my time to shine. Let me jump on with the, hey, you know. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And I, I was like, oh, that number one, that's why he's good at these. And then number two, like, yeah, there really is nothing to like uh, stretch out into two, three, or four, like you know, kind of thing. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was my time, yeah, and I, some, I, I with. Well, yeah, I mean, there's some some interesting, like, really interesting topics. Um, but yeah, it's just kind of it's weird that right after, I mean, a pay per view, a special where like you have a new Universal Champion, it's it's Brock Lesnar, and like there's news from that. It's not the type of thing where people came out with strong opinions one way or another. It's not a week of TV that produced like a whole lot of of talking points. Um, and you know, like Survivor Series is literally what a week and a half away. Yep. Like it's 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 a weird time. It feels like the end of the year is coming faster than you think. Of course, like I'm excited for War Games because because that's happening. Um, of course. And by War Games, not even a specific match, but an, an NXT pay per view. I'm excited for a Takeover. I'm excited for. Uh, but yeah, I you know, um, we can wrestle. The current event, but yeah, I'm, how am I feeling specifically? Nah, you know, we, you and I being, you know, men of a certain age and and color and were kind of wrapped up in other things this week. Um, so the conversation is a bit different, not to neglect this thing that we do, but. Um, our excitement specifically was was is elsewhere. Um, so yeah, yeah and it, it doesn't help that like wrestling didn't have these amazing points to counter that. You know what I mean? And 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 sincerely, the people probably in charge of running design. the wrestling show, huh? I was going to say probably by design, yeah, or if not, the they, people... they they lucked out into not having a you know no big swerves turns or anything happening this week tv was tv was fine but you know nothing nothing yeah. to write home about and that's exactly what what they needed because i, I think everybody just was uh you know paying attention to uh, to other things especially last night election election night <laughs> I, I i haven't seen any ratings yet um but i assumed smackdown was going to get massacred um, if they do anything yeah. close to normal, I consider that a giant win, but I haven't seen any numbers. 
Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so yeah, so so I mean, where where we're here, the most um, like the most interesting thing that that I heard all week is definitely uh, Jericho and Cody Rhodes talking CM Punk, which I just found fascinating. You little, you have a little muffle cam. What was that? What okay. they do to Punk? Yeah, them talking Punk on Jericho's podcast. And it was basically like, um, you know, according to them, CM Punk had this thing about asserting himself as the locker room leader and referring to himself as such, which in and of itself isn't a bad thing until it's like time to actually put that into action. Like, they described this one instance. Well, and how it came up was, they're talking about, like, Bullet Club and the Elite specifically. And basically it was like, you know, even though as a storyline we have different people in charge and people are fighting for control and things like that, there's no actual default leader of this thing when it's time to build these stories. And, you know, it's time to, like, negotiate. Like, it's all of us, like, in it together and while there may be different people who speak up at different times, it's not literally a leader and a bunch of followers. It led to them talking about how when CM Punk was champion, he would walk around basically being like, well, as the leader of the locker room, I decree this, or I feel like things should go this way. And they talk about this specific story where um, they're cleaning up, like there's like trash in the locker room and people are cleaning it up. And as it happens, um, people are, you know, Punk's like, yo, I'm, as a leader of the locker room, like, we don't need to leave it messy. And Booker T literally stops what he's doing to drop trash on the floor and continue <laughs> about his day. What the Which I just, you know, I just find amazing because, you know, like. That is so strange. Why would anyone. I mean, if you were like the alpha in the, this passive kind of industry, like say CM Punk's a, an IT guy, not the slander or, you know, IT guys are a bunch of punks or whatever, but, you know, uh, and he's like, hey, as the leader of this IT division, you know, clean up. I, I mean, I'm not sure I'd even, <laughs> but you would see, but you know, like human beings, let alone these grown-ass professional wrestling men, grizzled. Booker T was there? <laughs> Why would you say that? Yeah. And, it's, like, and again. Oh, my God. If, and I have, I have no reason to think that the story's not true. You know yeah. what I mean? But, like, if it's true, that's hilarious. And, and it's just like, I don't, I don't think that people are on, like, I don't think people are making it their mission in life to down CM Punk, but I do think that once he kind of, once he did what he did to Colt Cabana, I, I really think that people who might have been indifferent about him are just less inclined to keep up the idea that he's neutral or otherwise. Like, I, I just think that they don't, they're, they're less inclined to hold their tongue about him. You know what I mean? And it's just, yeah. that's hilarious. Like, it's not, 
you know what I immediately think of when we tell this story? I think of Drew Brees, who is in a locker room almost exclusively black. Pretty much everybody's bigger than him. Um, you know, could not – nothing he could do hand-to-hand with most of those guys, right? Right. Every, everybody in that locker room, literally all of them except maybe Mike Thomas and Alvin Kamara, they would get rid of problem with Drew Brees. All of them. And I don't know mm. who they're getting rid of if they have a problem with CM Punk at any point. As good as CM Punk was, yeah. I don't know. Like nobody is getting let go because like, you're not John Cena, as good as you are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's a, it's a fascinating story. And, you know, um, yeah, it's just a, a great thing that whether it's true or not true, the, the visual that I get from that, like what I picture in my head happening with that is just, it's been making my day for about six hours. It's amazing. It's, it's, man, <clears throat> I just think of, uh, what would go, you know, like what goes through somebody's head when they, um, you know, when they say or do certain things. And and obviously this wasn't some one-off. It's not like after that Booker T dropped all the trash and did, it, I, I'm sure he did it later that week or the next, you know, the next taping or mm-hmm. it, it, what the fuck? No, no wonder nobody was like, okay, punk's going like. Even back, even then, even in 2014 and 15, like in, in the immediate, uh, it was just a fan-based kind of uh, out—not outcry, but um, you know, like the support. Like there weren't a ton of wrestlers, even former, even ones that, it, yeah, it's yeah. Like you get to you get to know a guy, and you're like, oh, no wonder, like you don't like want friends and have friends because like you're not a friendly person. Like, who would want to be around you? Like, Triple H called you miserable. You thought, oh, that's just Triple H being, you know. But no, you seem like a Like, who is the leader of this lot? <laughs> Imagine your mom or your dad as, a, as the leader of the, as a breadwinner of this household. Like, what? Shut up. One Even of the if it's true. One in, uh, in Always Sunny is that, you know, Dennis is like a big-time sociopath. And one of the running gags that he refers to himself as a golden god and, like, that's what this reminds me of. It's like they're making fun of him at the high school reunion, basically telling mm-hmm. him, I know, we thought you were okay, but then you do weird stuff, like running around calling yourself a golden guy. <laughs> it's just like, wow. It's just, yeah, just insight to why, even though fans chant for him, you don't hear people in, like, outside of WWE who used to work there who have, you know, freedom of speech as much as you can have it, you don't see them touting how CM Punk got a raw deal. I don't know. It's, it's, I don't know exactly what it says, but I know it's allowed. That is really odd. And, yeah, it's like, yeah, you start getting distance. You know, it's been five, it'll be five years that he's been gone um, come Royal Rumble. Yeah. And, you know, half a decade. And... You know, there was a slight CM Punk chant last night on SmackDown, and you know, like there's, you know, there's people, they're remnants. They're always you know, people going to do do things, but I think it's uh, it's finally like over. People are like, no, he, he's not going to show up in Japan or in my favorite Super Indie or anything like that, and I don't care anymore. 
And I think that's how it should be. Like, stop crying. We should be over it. And yeah. when you hear a story like this, I mean, how do you hang on? Even if you were, like, calling. And I don't mean hang on, like, hoping he comes back or anything. But I just mean, like, as a fan, like, as a human being. Yeah. yeah. Like, no, man, Punk was always, he was just misunderstood. Like, no, totally. But clear, definitive <laughs> You know, kind of uh, evidence that he was a fucking asshole. And who wants to be around a fucking asshole? So, Trev, I mean, I've been pushing this theory, and this theory, you know, we talked about it last week. And I think, I'm not saying you ever disagreed with me, but I think Mm -hmm. you have understood and, and kind of agree at this point that it's at least a possibility. But, you know, Braun Strowman had another shot at the Universal Championship. Mm-hmm. Brock Lesnar won the Universal Championship, and you know apparently Brock's going to be there uh, at least until WrestleMania. So yeah. who knows what that means? But but my theory that Braun is just more of an attraction than a champion seems to still be holding up in that. Maybe they don't have the title on him because they don't know where they go from there once it's on him. Um, Brock Lesnar is legit in the top, you know, one, two, three percent of tough people in the world. So it's less logical that you could beat Brock Lesnar in a fight than Braun Strowman. Like I understand that. I, I mean, in in the WWE world of size. Is nine tenths of the law, for lack of a better way of saying it. <laughs> it's just, yeah, you know, it, it's just Brock or Braun is just more an Andre the Giant than a Hulk Hogan in that you have an ultimate warrior who can eventually beat uh, a Hulk Hogan straight up because they're kind of the same thing, you know, with a superhero as opposed to a force of nature like an Andre who beats everybody and doesn't have the title because then you have to have him around that much more and you have to come up with a mousetrap board game to get the title off of him. Or you got to shoot him with a gun. So, yeah, I, I just think that they really do feel that way about Braun, and that's why, even though he's been number one contender a bunch of times, that's why Braun does not have the universal title. Yeah, I certainly uh, did not – disagree with that assertion i was pretty much right there i just thought um logistically you know i thought brock was going to be was going to be gone and that kind of thing and 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 they got put in a tight spot and they, with, with with roman and but they found a way and apparently lesnar's uh going to be around for the next six months i mean business wise like I, I, like why not have Lesnar there kind of thing? Like he's an attraction. It hasn't want... lost you money yet. <laughs> right. Like personal feelings aside, wrestling fan aside. Like, uh-huh. like absolutely. Like totally uh, good move, especially in the situation that they are in right now or were in, you know, a week ago or before Crown Jewel. Uh, so, yeah, so Crown Jewel went off with, you know, without a hitch. Uh, well, Triple H's pectoral unhitched. Uh, but, that uh-huh. that but is a the show, very visual. Like, yeah. 
that is a scary visual. It looks like it looks like it just died. You know, like strong muscular Triple H. It looks like the damn thing just fell off, and it is uncomfortable to look at. Yeah. Uh, but the show happened, and they 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 did it. They they hit all their angles and title changes, and moved on to the next city. And um, yeah. oh, and 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 your and your boy Terry was there. Yeah. Did we? Did that happen after our show? Yeah. Like, was that a sure. There's no. Okay. Uh, yeah. So it was Friday. I mean, it just. You know, like what? What do you say? Um, they they brought Hogan back in the environment most likely to get a a positive response. Um, I'm not mad at them. Like, wasn't I'm not mad at them at all because you know you're you're gonna do you're gonna do shit and. This was coming, um, but how they did it is, from a business angle, it's the smartest way that you can do it, genuinely. Like, it's just, um, if I was going to bring back my act that made me a whole lot of money that called, I don't know, 9 10% of my fan base niggers, I would do it in an environment where people are indifferent to the word nigger. And that's what they or, or, so. just, or just Western fucking, uh, I don't want to disrespect it and say niceties, uh, but, you know, Western kind of uh, values. Just, yeah, that, that's as simple. They don't care about what the things we care about. <laughs> Their yeah, racism and, you know. and stuff is different, totally. You know, it's like they have it, but it's, it's, it's different, and they certainly don't care about ours. So I'm not even sure if they yeah. even know about the – "Quote unquote controversy or or not, so yeah. that's where civil rights not a thing, um, Jim Crow not a thing, right? Um, like, oh, he just called you, you know. words. Wow, you didn't get lashes. Yeah, like that must be. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's kind of oh, first yeah. world stuff, but you know, fuck that. I'm arguing for my first world. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. so if you were gonna do it, that was the the thing you to do it. Um, so yeah, that that also happened. Like it, it's amazing. In you know, the truest sense of the word, but also makes perfect amount of sense. You know, I did something to my damn Hulu, and <laughs> I don't know if I unsubscribe myself. I'm I'm, I'm hurt because I was watching goddamn SmackDown earlier, and I'm watching it on my laptop. And, you know, and then I decided I had to, oh, I had to go drop off my lease renewal and decided to go to Wingstop. And, uh, and I feel like those get two things don't make sense. Like those, Why not? Those, that, 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 you were telling one story. I had to drop off my lease renewal, so I had to go to Wingstop. And I'm kind of like, wait a minute. No, and, and I had to go oh, to okay. Wingstop. And I came back. And, you know, I'm, I'm hustling because the show's about to start. And I, I turn Hulu off, so I go to put it on the, on the, on the TV, on the, on the PlayStation. And it's like, oh, you've been, you know, go to Hulu.com slash activate to whatever. I'm like, ah, fuck, somehow it logged me out from last night. Like, God damn it. So I try to do that. And then <laughs> now my laptop's like, start your free trial. I'm like, nah, damn it, we. So I did something that I can't. 
I need to focus. So I'm gonna just text my mom like, "Yo, can you figure out Hulu? I did something." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not quite. Not um, so, but I, I didn't see the SmackDown main event. Um, like I ended, I saw yeah, Ray so. Almas, and um, that might have been the last main major thing I saw. This is why we're a good team because I only saw the SmackDown main event. <laughs> so what happened? Who was in it? Oh, it was, uh, yeah, I know who was in it. So Joe and uh, Hardy. So what happened? Yeah. Um, so pretty okay match. I mean, when I say okay, like Jeff's, you know, limited on what Jeff even does at this point. He hits his spots. Um, it ends with Jeff hitting a successful, uh, I would call it the three-quarter twist of fate because it's more the stunner than the cutter. Um, yeah. lines Joe up for the Swan Tom bomb. Joe gets his knees up, immediately puts him in the coquina clutch, and Jeff taps out. Um, okay. Jeff gets, or not Jeff, um, Joe gets so in Joe's Brian's in. face. Yeah. Oh. Joe gets in Brian's face. Oh, right. He, uh, that's, that's, I was, totally didn't understand. I, I completely forgot he uh, attacked AJ and, um, and goddamn Brian last week. So I was wondering, I was like, why Brian all salty and, you know, with the with the boo-boo face backstage when Joe showed up, like, yeah, I'm going to choke out Jeff Hardy. Um, that's right. So go ahead, my bad. Yeah, so uh, Joe gets in Brian's face, and Brian has enough of it, steals off on him a little bit, um, jumps on him in the ring. Miz tries to hold him back. He pops off on Miz. Shane comes out the back and tries to slow down Brian. Brian doesn't see him, but basically hits him with like kind of a an arm drag takeover, not seeing the guy, then sees who it is, and leaves in frustration. Okay. I mean, considering they have, you know, a week, they have two shows to, to really promote Survivor Series, um, without doing too much, they did a lot. Last night, I don't know if that's counterintuitive, mm-hmm. but um, but next week's SmackDown is probably going to be pretty pretty action packed. Uh, I, I think I think next week's going to be a good. I don't know. I just get a feel. I don't have anything to go by, but just get a feeling next week's Raw SmackDown and NXT is going to be something uh, something to uh, something to, worth watching for sure. Uh huh. All right. Before we uh, head to uh, phone lines or non-VIP emails, I want to play um, uh, Will's uh, from Long Island. His voicemail from last week. He had he had gone to Evolution to the Evolution pay per view, and uh-huh. uh, he took his wife and he had East Coast Cast merch on, and they were especially her. Like she was really like. He was he he. It was special to him because of how special it was to her and for her, I guess. Um, so uh, this is his voicemail. I'm pretty sure after the show. Hey, what's going on, fellas? As well, Black Dog, Long Island, New York. Um, just wanted to say, for the record, I've gone to you know other pay per view events. I've gone to house shows. I've gone to independent shows. I've I've done stuff like that, but straight up evolution, there was something different about that man. There was there was 
it was something different in the air amongst the, the, the crowd, amongst the fans, about the fact that this was going to be something, you know, the first, you know what I'm saying? So um, the show was amazing. Like, even with all the botches, even with all the mist, whatever, um, just the atmosphere of the show was amazing. Um, and I will never, never forget uh, Evolution. All right. Later. Yeah. So it was just a special night for, for people. Yeah, yeah. And that seems to be going around. Like the, the venue was important, of course. Like the actual event itself was a big deal. But I think they, they chose an ideal spot to have that. Um, and we'll see what it is going forward. You know, um, glad Will had a great time. Um, glad he got to take his wife with him because I think that's something that, and you know, his, his wife seems to be on board with most of his hobbies and vice versa. They they did a good job marrying. Um, but I think even in a situation where you might have a significant other who isn't super into wrestling, that, that's a great event to be able to go to to kind of show that it's not just, uh, you know. Hulk Hogan and Steve Austin. Yeah, definitely appreciate that voicemail, Will. And, uh, yeah, let's uh, open things up to some folks. Hit the uh, Constellation line, 347-202-0103. Let's uh, just open with Mike. And Bru- you know what? Let's not open with Mike. Just because uh, I know how my man's time crunch be. Let's go out to Phoenix. West Coast and talk to Brian, 28-year Pro Wrestling Torch newsletter and VIP subscriber. Uh, Brian, what's happening? What up? Hey, Trav, hey, Cam. Have a real good night. Thanks for having me on early, Trav. I appreciate it as always. No no doubt. Hey, I'm going to – I couldn't think of an E for the East Coast cast, but um, I want to talk really quick about a non-wrestling topic. And the reason why I talk to yourselves and uh, Rich about this as well, because I appreciate intelligent talk. And I'll go back to wrestling here in a minute. But the, yeah. t- the thing I want to talk about is a um, is how I think they have 15 cases that they've arrested people for about genealogy, where they'll take a person's DNA that they can't match Ooh. up with anybody, and they put it into a genealogy database to see if they can find a match for it. Um, and, Cam, you're, you're familiar with this uh, topic. A match, uh-huh. a match. What? What kind of match? I don't get well, it. Well, let me, Brian. Um, not not to cut Please. you off, but just to just to relate it really quick. So, there was this guy who was accused of murder, like in 1989, right? And they were pretty sure it was him, but they could never make anything stick. One of his cousins does one of those uh, ancestry tests. And they find a link between the cousin's DNA and his DNA as enough to convict him for murder because of a similar pattern. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, wait, he didn't. His lawyer. Wait, I'm not saying that he didn't kill the person, and that was. Uh, yeah. But you can't How be the. And I don't know. And I don't know the history of this kind of claim, but you can't be the first motherfucker to go down. Because of some shit like that. Like, nah, first lawyer got that. Nah, ain't no precedent. You can't. <laughs> Motherfuckers is related. 
You know, people got secret families and shit. No, 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 no. What kind of fuck lawyer, like, didn't get that shit thrown out immediately? A a lawyer who stopped studying in 1989. Um, Wow. So. So I don't know if I can So how do you... uh, I don't know if there's been... Go ahead, No, 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 no. So how do you... um, like, what do you do to steal someone? I, I don't get it now. I, I'm still kind of confused. Like, okay, that was the story. So how does this fit with what you were saying, Brian? Yeah, go ahead, Brian. Okay, so, um, yeah, there's been, again, about 15 cases where, like Cam, like Cam said, they have, like, they, this one, one of the ones is an all, unsolved murder. They couldn't they couldn't find a person. They had to, they had the, the, uh, the murderer's DNA, but they couldn't match it up with anybody. So what they did was they put that person's DNA into these gene- genealogy databases. Oh, I like, see. So law enforcement is doing – okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry. I'm putting, it, uh-huh. I'm putting it together now. No, no, no. That was just me not piecing things together. Okay. Uh, so if there's 15 of these things, I mean, they're only – this is going to be a, a a thing that's that's, you know – a thing in, you know, it's like minority. It's like a step away from, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Box is open now. Ain't no going back. Yeah, and and the thing about it too, and the reason why I bring it up to you two guys or two gentlemen, I'm sorry about that. Across how many that states is I don't, I don't. I, I think it's been around the country, to be honest, Trap. I don't. I'm sorry, I don't have the stats right in front of me. But I was, I saw a news. But it's not like they're all. It's not like they're all from Florida or all in, you know, this one place. This is multiple different several, yes. uh, 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 jurisdictions of law enforcement having this idea or, or somehow doing this same thing. Yeah, and um, there was um, – I know you're a big fan of 60 Minutes, Trap, but there was actually a 60 Minutes story I about when I first heard about it. Yeah. <laughs> I know you are because you told me you didn't like the show. That's how come I know you're a big fan of it. Okay. Um, but – yeah. So, but um, I um, sixty minutes like a couple weeks ago had a had a segment about it. But I remembered it when again I heard about another case last night where he made an arrest on it. Now, I'm uh you know um I'm in some people's database because me being in the military. But the part that I'm kind of worried about this whole thing is that you know um hey I'm gonna you know give my DNA because I want to track my family down and then you know my cousin's cousin you know maybe if they're a murderer they're a murderer too, and you know to have an unsolved case. If there was a relative of mine who's who's been who was murdered, you know, 20 years ago, you had no idea who did it, and now they finally found out who did it. So this part, that's the good part. But to me, it's still kind of a weird door to be opening, or it's already open now. Well, the good part would be if your well, not if your cousin was murdered, but if your cousin's decades-old murder was solved. But what if yeah. your cousin was the murderer, and you because you just were like, hey, I want to know what part of fucking. Dan, you know my ancestors are from. Um, now you got your cousin knocked because it meant, you know because they 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 cross reference and boom. Thanks, thanks, Brian. Yeah, <laughs> snitch ass, Brian. Yeah, <laughs> not great, not great. But I mean, yeah, it, it's that. I mean, blame slavery. Like I blame for most of the wrong in the world. If we, you know. Could have just known where we came from. It would be way less of these uniforms, but that is what that is. And, and Travis, to me, it's kind of what Like everything, white supremacy is to blame. Like, 
if you can like draw the line back to like you know even white people problems you know like uh damn it it goes all goes back to you know all right we're not gonna go there but go ahead brian no, it's just when we talked about last week about like you, know, you said about the government having people's fingerprints and stuff like that. It's just to me another one of those things where, you know, did yeah. we lose some kind of freedoms because of something we were trying to do? But um, let's get to some wrestling topics. Uh, I know you, Trav, you said you're a little bit behind on SmackDown. Nikki Cross, Nikki Glenn Cross, uh, her match with with uh, Becky. I actually like like how she was introduced. It was yeah. really cool, and she can she can absorb that loss. You know, this is right in the beginning. And I think Nikki, she's not Teflon. Nobody, I don't think probably anybody's Teflon. I think she can absorb that loss on her first night, and that's no big deal at all. No, no big deal at all. As is is right. Uh, she had a great, she had a really good introduction, uh, a good pop for, in front of a crowd that uh, not only knows her from NXT, but you know she's from loosely the area, you know the UK. Um, and um uh, so yeah, I, I thought it was uh, the timing the timing was good and the execution Damn. And the execution was uh was was fine too. Um I had no issue with her losing because she lost great even in having to tap out. Remember remember like tapping out used to be one of the most like dis- disgraceful ways to lose. Oh yeah. And then, you know, yeah. you can tap out in your debut and it's like wow, wait a what a fight. You know, it's just you know, how you train your audience. I yeah, give all yeah, that credit that, to Kurt Angle. Really- He's the first guy in WWE to make tapping out uh, a, a finish, uh, uh, an everyday finish. And, Travia, yeah, you're funny to say that because you're right. Because I remember, um, so Jim, Jim the Anvil Nyhart, rest in peace, he was the one who t- actually he submitted to Rick Martel when Strike Force beat the Heart Foundation for the WWF Tag Team Championship. And I remember, man, everybody was like, wow, he submitted, he kept, or he gave up for that. So it, back then, you know, that, that was 87. Yeah. That back then, it was. Yeah, remember you 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 put a guy in a camel clutch or something, and he wouldn't give up. He would just either pass out, or you would then like pick him up, hit a move, and then pin him. <laughs> right? Like I'm not having to this. Like it just didn't happen. It's so weird. And that's how Randy Savage lost to Ric Flair uh, in Ric Flair's second WWF title change. Is that he was in uh, Savage was in the figure four leg lock and he passed out. That's how Rick won the belt that time. Imagine your knee hurting so bad you pass out. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you know. <laughs> Austin passed out. It was because of his knee. Dusty passed out because of his knee. I mean, it's something about the knee. That knee bone's connected to the, you know, other bones. All right. Okay, Peter Griffin. <laughs> So yeah, anything else for the next? Yeah, two other quick things. The first thing is uh, Miz. I I like how the Miz was saying he was the two thirds of the uh, best in the world because he won two matches. Yeah, that was totally great heel stuff. Like it made oh yeah, I was about to say it made total heel sense. Like and it kind of made regular sense too. Like yeah, that pussy like wrestled one match at the end of a tournament. So um. I, and I like how he just kept dropping it in like it wasn't, you know, like so nonchalantly. <laughs> so, 
Hey, Trevor, again, I always appreciate you having me on, and hopefully you and Cam have a real good night. What I want to leave you with, and I'll hang on and listen, is um, – okay, change it, make your mind up. Okay, so um, with Ronda Rousey, so a couple of weeks ago we had her talking to the Bellas, more specifically Nikki and, and uh, Bree as well, about, you know, using their men and then about how uh, John Cena kicked his, Nikki out of his bedroom. So uh, this week we also had uh, Ronda talk some things about – Becky about her background. Now, I love Becky, and I didn't know, I didn't research it to know that she did the clown college and was a stewardess or, or a, uh, mm-hmm. a yeah, I didn't know any of that, so to me that was new. I don't have no problem with with uh, Rhonda talking smack to people. Now, listen to Wade Keller, editor publisher Wade Keller, and he was more like, well, she shouldn't be doing that. It makes her sound kind of heelish, and she's going a little too far with it, and to me, well. it's, it's like, <laughs> it's talk. So, I'll hang on and listen to your opinions. And uh, I appreciate you having me on as always. Hope you both have a good night. I will send an email to exclusive VIP portion of the East Coast cast. Thanks a lot, guys. Sounds good, man. Right, Thanks. Yo, look at Ms. Maria Canellas. God damn. Um, yeah, it is talk. She's a tough fighter, and, you know, she's a fighter, period. There's not a, there's a way to, to, to talk about someone that in a baby face, talk about a heel as a baby face where you don't look like a, a dick. Like, I was like, it's, and it's just the way she did, you know, she's crying at the, like, bitch, you fucking clown college ass motherfucker. Like, so, I mean, that's cool. Like, <laughs> I know, you know, like I'm supposed to be mad or be like, yeah, that's right. But I get the, but again, it's like, well, she was making a really great point about what she was doing while she was a damn flight attendant and a clown college student. Um, mm-hmm. It was just the way she went about it was kind of heelish, but not not, not enough that I would have you know like wait I didn't think even think to bring it up. Um, maybe it would have come up when we got to like Becky's promo or whatever from last night. Um, yeah. But I just I was I'm more compelled by the fact that we're going to I think I hope we're going to get four straight weeks of. Promo, respond, promo, respond, however you want to, or respond, promo, respond. Like, that's awesome. And they can't touch. They can't. And they can if somebody shows up on the other show. But they're not going to have a pull apart or anything. You know, but they just got to talk that shit until mm-hmm. they get in the ring. And we don't, we don't get that. So that's what I was probably more uh, uh, after Becky's promo and, and, and then the Nikki stuff. I was like, oh, um. Rhonda's got to say something about this on Monday. And then it hit me like, oh, shit. And then Becky's going to have to say something on the go-home show on Tuesday. So I was, I was happy about, the, about how, how, how this uh, promo exchange is, is going. So I didn't focus on, even though I noticed it, uh, that Rhonda was kind of heelish, but only ish. It's like, but it's like heelish, but I understand, you know, she did threaten to rip your arm off. And you are only spouting facts. It's like, hey, could you could you not scowl so much, sweetie? Then you know you get into other things. <laughs> you know. So, anything to add to that? No, no, you, you, you we're there. Okay, sounds good. Let's. Uh, we got a non-VIP email in. A little bit ago from JC. Uh, he chimes in. Uh, hey guys, just writing in again this week. Uh, it's in my opinion. Is, wait, is it my opinion, or was the Crown Jewel glorified a glorified house show? 
uh, uh, and just some bullshit. Well, it's both. It was your opinion, and that opinion just happens to be pretty damn uh, factual. <laughs> pretty on the nose. Yeah. Um, Brock's championship. Brock's cha- oh, go ahead. No, you got it. Brock's champion again because Vince sees it as gold for Brock to carry that belt to UFC for his other fight. Other fight, and also there aren't really in a, any opponents for Braun to have a competition with without lowering himself. Well, I wouldn't go that yeah. far. I wouldn't. Go, I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd consider it a babyface heel not thing. Lowering. Yeah, I guess if he feeds with Jinder Mahal, he's got to lower himself. So. <laughs> yeah, like not not the word lower specifically, but kind of back to what I was saying. Um, he doesn't because of how he's been presented. He doesn't really have a contemporary outside of Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. Like those are the two guys who they've allowed to kind of be there with him. Um, so yeah, and and the thing is like. Even though nobody should ever beat Brock Lesnar, Brock Lesnar having the ability to do—I'm not even thinking more athletic than Brock. I'm just like I, I've always had this idea, Travis, that Stone Cold and Triple H and The Rock and Kurt Angle, um, and to a lesser extent, like a Jericho, but those guys during you know. Attitude Era into early 2000s, they kind of have a size and a frame and a look that are similar, like Stone Cold standing next to The Rock looks like Stone Cold standing next to Triple H, to a lesser extent looks like Triple H standing next to Kurt Angle. You know what I mean? Like, there's a similarity in size and frame to those guys. And so, those guys fighting, regardless of actual fighting ability, it's believable that one can win and one can lose, and it really go either way. And Undertaker also and Kane kind of fit there because of things they could do athletically, but they just framed Braun as bigger and badder than everybody, um, whereas Brock has fought Undertaker tooth and nail. Brock has fought Kurt Angle tooth and nail, Austin tooth and nail, Rock tooth and nail. So you believe that, your main inventors can get in there with Brock and it'd be a believable sight. Um, but mm-hmm. it's not always transference. So even though he can beat Braun straight up, it just doesn't mean anybody else can in the world that they've created. Sure, sure. Uh, it continues, and why the hell did Shane win the best in the world? That's just fucking stupid. <laughs> in my yeah. opinion, Randy should have won that. And why did he have Joe versus AJ? Okay, then we'll get to that. Um... I, I think in the moment you're you're right, but the way they explained it last night, I was satisfied. Even though the crowd and the crowd didn't buy it, they were like, "Fine," you know. But I, I was satisfied. Again, glorified bullshit house show for a dumbass trophy that doesn't matter. Best in the world. What does that mean? It's just it's it's mean. It's nothing. So I'm not going to be upset over something that I, you know, think is nothing. You know, like I can't muster up the uh, the care. And again, they they went out of their way to, or at least not went out of their way, but they they they, they explained it in a, you know, good enough uh, good enough explanation to me. 
I continue. Yeah, go ahead. Anybody ever told you they like this? I mean, this is definitely off topic. What's like the grossest thing, like food wise, that a girl said she wanted to eat off you? Uh, Cam, we have, uh, you know, different uh, different problems. <laughs> okay. So okay. I can't say that that has happened to me once, let alone I have to think, oh. hmm, well, which one of those times, which was the grossest or the weirdest? It's officially cold fall for me. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. What a thing to want to eat off of someone's person. I got to stop talking to white women immediately. Mm. Wow. Okay, but keep going. Coleslaw Cam, Volume 1, apparently coming (laughs) soon. I mean, I've watched my fair share of, like, you know, scenes where, you know, whipped cream and all kinds of food items are involved. But, you know, cool. Closer to it than I thought. That's nasty, but okay. Uh, JC continues, why the hell do we have Joe versus AJ again uh, when they keep making Joe lose lose to him? Uh, Just really dumb to me. So wait, so he's talking about at Crown Jewel, or is it going to be Joe versus AJ again? Yeah, 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 okay. Um, Yeah, I mean... You know, I mean, I, I don't, I don't agree. I thought one of those times, I thought he, Joe was going to win, but they, but they don't. And and then, and then every time he's J, AJ retains, I'm not mad. I'm not like, oh, you know, I'm like, oh, cool. AJ's going to be champion for 500 days, 600, whatever it is. That's fine with me also. So it's good to, good to have options. Um, then he continues. It's uh, oh, and Trav, I take back my statement of the Dean turn. Uh, it was really smart and turning out great. Uh, have a great night. Keep up the great show and always stay blessed. Yeah, thanks, man. Um, cool. I mean, that wasn't my uh, intention. To, hey, you got to change your mind. But I mean, if you if you think that it's, I mean, with a week or two or three um, in the rear view to kind of think and settle, you know, think about things. That's cool. That's that's uh, that's awesome. I hope more people uh, feel that way. I mean, it's anecdotal, but I mean, for, I mean, I would imagine they do. Look at Steve mm-hmm. Carino. <laughs> Steve Carino got Steve Carino uh, uh, training. I, 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 he's a trainer at the uh, performance center, and uh-huh. he's a uh, bumping bumping with C- Cedric and Leo Rush just came in. He's just shooting an angle. Oh, nice. Oh, Leo they trade with the rookie. <laughs> the performance of trading with the rookie. Like, <laughs> we train it. Like, I ain't Like, anyway. Don't you train with rookies on your football team and shit? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Kinda, anyway, nobody said it. He'll had to make sense. Uh, let's talk to some people. 347-201-3 gets you in line. My mom's having a fit. She tried to call me. I ignored her call. <laughs> Are you locked out? No. God damn it. All right, let's talk to Mike. Mike dropped off. Well, 
Shane, that's a shame. Happy belated birthday, Mike, if you hear this. Yeah, for sure. What's that? Um, well, I guess we'll... Uh, 814, who's this? Uh, where are you from? Who does that? Who oh. has time? Sorry. What up? This is... This is Ryan from Cumberland, Maryland. What's up, Ryan? Hey, what's going no, on? from a different number? Yeah, same number. Oh, okay. My bad. Well, what's, what's on your mind? First question I have for you is, do you think that Dean Ambrose's uh, cost sufferings, his match with Malcolm Moore at Survivor Series getting beat from, like, the whole roster on Raw? It, wait, wait, say it again? Do you think Dean Ambrose is going to be the one that costs Seth Rollins to match at Survivor Series and then everyone's going uh, hate Dean Ambrose on Raw because he, he man, costs them to match at Survivor Series since it's Raw against SmackDown. I could see that. I could also see that. That makes makes a lot of sense and it's a way to keep yeah. them away from each other. And wait, 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 wait. Did I miss something in the question? What do you mean get them away from well, each other? Well, I caught that, you know, if he helps, if he gets, you know, makes Seth's team lose, then he goes to SmackDown. Maybe I'm breaking too much into that. Um, oh, I didn't know that was a step. Like, uh, no, 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 I'm not saying it is, but it's just, you know, they're always making trades and such. Um, okay. And they can do that at any point. So I'm just like, it's a way to get, you know, like Dean as a challenger to AJ just makes sense to me um, because he's beaten everybody for like <laughs> for like a year. Um but, yeah, I could see that being, like, the breaking point between the two of them instead of them dragging it out forever. Like, for every great Becky Lynch story, there's a terrible Sasha and Bailey story um, where they just let these things go too long uh, without really solidifying what's happening. So, yeah, I could definitely see Survivor Series being, if not their breaking point, but being, like, the solid event that happens that finally leads to something. Second question I have for you is on the authors of pain. You think WWE's have to bring up some uh, tag teams to challenge them to the outfield like Titus Worldwide or East Blader and Rhino or the Lucha Party? That, or even that like team, the, uh, uh, revival. That team, JC, does, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Ryan, doesn't exist. Who are the authors of pain? That is an NXT tag team. Are you talking about AOP? That doesn't yeah, stand for <laughs> well, Yeah, well, it's just one of those WWE things where they just, out of the blue, for some reason, it's never explained, uh, drop someone's last name or first name uh, or the meaning. You know, it's like they did with, like WWE doesn't stand for anything anymore. doesn't stand for World Wrestling Entertainment anymore. It's just WWE. It's just initials. Um, AOP doesn't stand for, uh, uh, you know, and similarly, it's just AOP, which means nothing if it doesn't stand for Authors of Pain or, you know, something that starts with AO and OP. Like AOP isn't, a, it, it, yeah, but I'm, 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 I'm nitpicking, but it fucking drives me crazy when they do that shit. It was a dumb name to begin with. I'm not even mad, but. You know, but go ahead. I don't even remember your question. Shit. Yeah, my question is: Do you think they have to bring in 
some challengers for them because I don't see like Titus Worldwide or the Leecha Party or the Revival being being able to match up with them. I think they have to bring in like the War Raiders or maybe have Jason Jordan team up with his dad Kurt to try to take the titles. Um, is Jason Jordan? I didn't think. I thought he had a setback. I don't think he's a. Uh... Yeah, I think, I think whatever you know that 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 might be. It for Jason Jordan, bad as that sounds. Um, right. But yeah, I, I think that even though like AOP is a similar act to a Braun in that power guys who are supposed to run through everybody and squash them, I don't think that they're so high above these other teams that they can't be caught, especially in the tag team situation where it's literally you take your focus off and they can trick you into losing and it doesn't take away all your credibility. It just means as a unit, you're not moving the way you should. So I don't know if they really change it up too much and bring in new teams kind of program, but I still think that there's a three-way logjam on SmackDown that shouldn't be happening with New Day, The Bar, and Usos. Like, there's no reason for all three of them to be on the same brand when one can be flourishing from Raw, whichever one you think it is. So I don't know. Maybe one of those teams do make the switch. Um mm-hmm. Hard to say exactly though. Yeah, but we're saying the same thing. You know, it's, uh, un- until they consistently, uh, you know, push multiple teams in in sort of like how they're kind of doing with the women. Like, there's no longer, you know, only the, you know, the main woman's feud. Like some months there are, but a lot of times there's other things going on with other women. Uh-huh. In the tag in the tag division, it's just who the champs are feuding with and that's it. If you even get if if you get that consistently. So until they start until they are consistently featuring more uh more acts in the tag division on a consistent basis, it's it's just gonna be this Every year, like okay, we've we've run that for the last twelve months. Can we like shuffle it? You know, mix the mix the deck and spread it out amongst Raw and SmackDown again to kind of keep it semi fresh. Um, yeah. So until they're just bringing up up guys uh, uh, consistently, I don't think it's going to be a priority to to. They're just going to shuffle guys back and forth. Impact Wrestling. Have you heard anything about the him coming pay per view featuring maybe some old school talent back from like 15 years ago when the promotion first started, like Jeff Jarrett and The Naturals and say uh, Low Key? Wait, who? The, who are The Naturals? Uh, Chase Stevens, I believe, is one of them, and uh, I can't think of the other <laughs> like, one. They're amazed by Chris Candido uh, 15 yeah, years ago. Like, I, I, I thought that's where my mind went, but I was like, no, he can't be talking about those guys from like 12 years ago. Um, so I must have missed how you set up your question. Are you talking about Impact from back in the day or now? Are they are they back? No, no. What I'm saying is they have a pay-per-view called Homecoming. It's said to be back where they used to do like the weekly pay-per-views. My question was, could you see them bringing in some like old school talent from back in the oh. day, like Natural and Led Key? Hmm. 
That's interesting. I mean, low key, I don't for an appearance. <laughs> they're going to pay for an appearance, but I don't bring low key to like have a match because he doesn't like do business and he's hard to deal with. And if you don't have to deal with, and I don't think he was. When I think of TNA, I mean, yeah, he was there. He had a decent run at various times, but I don't think of like low low key. So why, I mean, if he's just going to be a headache, why even, uh, why bother? But still, that's an idea. That's a, that's a good idea. I wonder if they'll, uh, oh, the account needs to be renewed. What? Um, I thought he was sort of like Marty today, where they just keep bringing him back no matter what he does. Well, Marty was like drug stuff. He didn't care if he beat him. You know, he didn't give you a problem with like how to book him. He, I, I'm, I don't know this for sure, but I'm pretty sure Marty Jannetty did what he was told. Right? Like, Loki isn't just doing what he's told. Loki's got a problem with everything. Loki doesn't want to, you know, lose to anybody at any point. No matter what the storyline, the story calls for. So, um, again, if they think it's worth their while, sure. But I don't think he's necessary, especially if you can get some others. And I guess the Naturals would be, you know, if they're in any kind of shape, especially they have like a little match or something. Um, but I just don't, now that I think about it, maybe not. They just were such not a big deal. Like, I remember just actively making fun of those guys. My buddy Damon, I think, was a fan of them, and I used to clown him all the time. Um, so, but what do you, you know, might be slim pickings. Although there were a ton of people in TNA, but when you think TNA, who, what names come to mind? Yeah, you might have to go, you might have to bring Loki in if they're going to do something like that. Jeff Jarrett would be the only other option. Well, Jeff Jarrett's bald-headed now, apparently. Have you seen the pictures? Uh, yeah, we've said you think he lost the hair match in Mexico. Yeah, so <laughs> that would be interesting. <laughs> Jared's back, and then he doesn't look like you know classic Jeff Jared anymore. So, and you submit a video for Scarlet Bordetta review. I I did one, but. Not only should they use it, but I was just wondering if anyone from the uh, torches has done that yet. Has done what with Scarlet? She has like a talent search where you send in like a video to her, and then she might put it on TV. Oh, and you're wondering if anybody from the torch did that? Yeah, or any like your callers or uh, listeners. Oh, oh yeah, no, I haven't heard anybody. I don't think anybody from the t- torch that works for the torch is, is going to do that. Like, Hey, look at, look at me writing this column <laughs> for the newsletter. <laughs> I think that matches, but no, I haven't, uh, I haven't heard. I've only, God damn it, mother. I've only seen like, cause I follow her on Instagram. And so I've seen like her talking about it there, uh, but only loosely and peripherally. I didn't even really, are they really going to put it on like T and on Impact's TV show? Obviously, they'll approve it first. Uh, it's not her, but yeah, I think it's part of the Snoke show. 
that they do. I think they put like one on maybe once a week or so. The Who Show? The Smoke Show, which is like sort of like the small version her, her of like. No, 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 no. But I'm saying it's on. It's going to be on Impact, though. They still have to. You know, it's not like <laughs> the Smoke Show is like some. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Spike TV or whoever channel they're on did not give her a half hour of outside of T, uh, outside of Impact, did they? Well, I think Don Callis is the one that approves them. Yeah, yeah, but it is on Impact, is what I'm saying. Her show is a yeah. part of Impact, so of course, right? It's got to get approved. But that's, I mean, uh, you know, if I was 22, if this was, you know. 15, 16 years ago, I might uh, send it. I don't know what I would do, talent-wise. Have have they started? Let me ask. Have they started airing any of these? Have they, you know, or is it still in the send in your tape uh, part? Yeah, I missed part of the show uh, last week because I was at the college for a dinner. That and then, like, like, what is she asking people to do? Just talent? Like, it's goddamn America's Got Talent? Like, just send the tape of you being doing anything? Dunking a basketball? Like, playing a violin? Like, what the hell? Well, you just Wrestling? Wrestling? her enough that she'll think that you're worth for a while to put you on the snake show, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, this is weird. I think it's probably just set up for hurt them to bring somebody in to associate with her. And they just get people to interact and go to the website or go to Twitter and talk about it, maybe. But ain't no way they just, they're going to pick some fan, put them on TV, and no, I, I think this is, it sounds like well, a name. sort of already has with her uh, sidekick, Bateman, it was sort of like a new name. And he got a lot of exposure being sort of like her, like little flunky. Check the GM. Oh, the group me. Um, got so much going on. Ten logged in. Got ten people logged into our Hulu, <laughs> or is that ten devices? Then that's different. Sorry. All right. Anything else for us, Ryan? My bad. I'm. Well, my question was about Scarlett's uh, first sidekick. Wasn't he like sort of just brought in as like a extra that baby? It was sort of like a Jameson knockoff. Man, you would be the one to calling me talking about some impact. I don't know who any of these people are. <laughs> I don't know, bro, right? <laughs> How am I supposed to know? You ever hear us talk about some damn impact? <laughs> I do think Rich halfway pays attention. He'd be the one to ask, uh, but I don't know. I can't. I can't give you any kind of intelligent reaction or or answer. Sorry. Well, you would have to admit it would be entertaining if, uh, say, like Wade Keller sent in a video or Bruce uh, Mitchell sent in one. <laughs> that would that would be outstanding. And if TNA's impact was smart. If something like Bruce would ever ever do that, and Wade certainly wouldn't, but if if he if he did, like, hey, here's me teaching teaching my you know third grade class. That's my talent, and they put him on TV, like to get like in in the like torch attention. I mean, it would be a cheap, obvious ploy, and I, I wouldn't advise it. But you know, it'd be better than some Miranda idiot fan playing the damn you know tuba or something. 
All right, Ryan. Appreciate the conversation. Right. Yep. Talk to you later. I'll talk to you later. Yep. What is going on? Oh, okay. So, Scarlett Bordeaux review. So, so something's aired. Let me see. So, I knew Richwood hadn't been sort of. No. He's in the bathtub. Bubble bath. Wrestling YouTube page. It's called Scarlet Bordeaux Reviews Your Talent Search Submissions. Hey, Flyers fan. everyday shit. Uh, uh, I still believe this is uh, probably going to lead to uh, what do you mean Steve's cousin? That's Steve. That's Steve with a lace front. Sorry, y'all can't see uh, see the picture. (laughs) Um so okay, let's uh, let's keep it moving. Appreciate that call, uh, <laughs> Ryan. Especially since it led to uh, led to uh, that that YouTube video. Trav trying to think about how to answer those impact questions, right? I'm like, I don't know who Jameson Scar. I got barely no Scarlet Bordeaux, just because she's you know hot, and I want to see pictures of her being hot, so I follow her on Instagram. That's my that's my entire connection to Impact Wrestling these days. Um, okay, let's uh, keep it moving. Oh, oh, we do have another non-VIP from Gibran. Cool. Um, yeah, do it, Gibran from Vegas. Uh, what up, fellas? And speaking of fellas, let me see. Where's Cam? He fell off earlier and has not um, has not uh, jumped back on. Rich says, got to take a bullet for Ryan and Cumberland. Bruce, wait, got to take a bullet for Ryan and Cumberland. 
Bruce. Oh, he's talking. Oh, it's in the chat with me and Bruce. Bruce submit a video to Scar. Oh, he's trying to get Bruce to <laughs> Rich is trying to convince Bruce Mitchell to submit a fan video to Scarlet Goddamn Bordell. Wow. Uh, Craig says, too bad you left. I was going to ask you and Traveler what you'd most want a lady to eat off of you. Um, I don't know. I, um, I go back to like, uh, you remember Hot Shots when he like made breakfast on her, on her, on her stomach. <laughs> and then remember at the end, um, when like the, they won and it was like happily ever after and it was like they're you know they're going to live happily ever after and and she pulled out bacon like a couple pieces of raw bacon to harken back to you know the sex scene when they were making breakfast on on her stomach and he's like no 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 and then he pulls out like two porter ha- uh, like two t-bone steaks and she's just like oh. so yeah um you eat a eat a porter eat a T bone steak off off of uh off my off my peck. <laughs> All right. All right. Shenanigans. Now let's keep it moving. Let's uh oh no, I was gonna read your bronze email. Um two questions. Uh, who do y'all believe or think will be the next man or woman to leave the WWE and try to become a major movie star. After seeing the success of Batista and The Rock, uh, the success they've had in their respective careers as in the movies. Well, no one's going to leave the WWE and try to become a major movie star. That just doesn't happen, right? Like, if you were... That it, it, it just doesn't happen that way. Batista and Rock didn't leave to go. I mean, eventually, but it's just, I don't know if I'm just stuck on, because if I was to up and leave my job to go to Hollywood, to to go and try to become a, like, that's the story of every goddamn person that moves to Hollywood. (laughs) They left someplace, whether it's college or, you know, fucking Walmart job in their crappy hometown in the Midwest somewhere to go try to make it in Hollywood. And everyone wants to become a major movie star. So um, so WWE people are discovered. Like people, like Rock was just so talented, he got on other things. He got on Saturday Night Live, which led to um, um, Hollywood calling. And, you know, when Scorpion King took off the way it did and I give Godsmack a lot of the credit. <laughs> I stand alone inside. I tell me that was that did not make that movie like remember that was when music videos still were like popping and meant something to things. And you see that video, like oh shit! And there's first with the rock and his sword. You lay your sting down inside me. Like, oh shit, I'm gonna see the rock stab a motherfucker with a scorpion sting. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, you don't leave to go. I just don't, I'm, uh, yeah. But who could I see being discovered? 
I I don't know. Um, I don't know who has the natural ch- chops. I mean, obviously, Miz is already uh, as successful probably as he's going to get in that realm to the point where they make fun of him. They did last night, even. Um, I, I really can't say. I mean, I mean, Roman Reigns isn't. I mean, I don't know. God damn. Is that Buddy Murphy's finisher? Wow. Holy crap. What was that? It was like a fireman's carry. Uh, It happened so damn quick. (laughs) Shows how many Buddy Murphy matches I've seen in the last, (laughs) you know, whatever. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. Sorry, Jabron. I can't really... I, I don't know. I don't. I think Cody probably has as much chance of do so. You know, just because he has acting chops, he's you know he was he's got the Stephen Amell connection. You know, he's been on CW. Um, obviously not a current WWE wrestler, but yeah. And there's so many other places Hollywood goes looking for talent. You have to be an absolutely like like Rock. I mean, Rock transcended pro wrestling in a sense as corny as you know that phrasing uh, gets sometimes he, he really did it was like very clear and, and once you saw him on Saturday Night Live with uh, all those other uh, professional improv actors and stuff let me see this move oh it's like a pump handle throws him on the shoulder wow what the fuck that is re- I don't think he can do that to every I mean and Mandrews or whatever that guy's name is. Mark Andrews. The tiny little dude. Um so yeah, I, I yeah, yeah. So anyway, continues Jerron does. With the way wrestling is today, how hard or easy do you see do you believe it would be for the likes of Hogan Flair or Macho Man, just to name a few, to be a star if they were young in this in the business today? Well they'd be recognized as talents. It would just be a matter of, and obviously they'd be different people if they were, you know, 30 years old in 2018, 25 years old in 2018. And they would have come up in a completely different, you know, I mean, they were born in in the damn 90s. Um, so, so personalities, they'd be, they'd be different. So I'm trying to keep things as, I'm trying to, like they'd be stars. For sure, because just those three, Hogan, Flair, Macho Man, like, there's, yeah, they, they, they are bona fide stars, I think, in any era. It's just a matter of Hogan, obviously, just couldn't get by on what he did. But again, like, duh, he wouldn't, he would have come up watching you know, he's seen the last two, three generations of how wrestling, wrestling, and he wouldn't wrestle like 19 goddamn 78 Hulk, you know, Golden Sterling. So it's, it's, it's ridiculous to think he would, but he'd have to, he'd had to, so broadly, he'd have to be a better wrestler. Ric Flair could not, you know, obviously be uh, showing his dick to everybody who, with a, with a pair of eyes. Um, Macho Man's probably, you know, he had his whole thing with, 
Elizabeth and jealousy and all that, but I think he just personality wise didn't get into a ton in any trouble or or things like that would probably fit in the most work rate. But I think it would be it would be easier for most because they're just extremely talented and extremely dynamic personalities. <clears throat> and that goes a you know far, obviously. Um, it would just be a matter of just coming up in this day, like what what that would be like to their personalities. P.S. TNA will be out, or Impact will be out here in Vegas for three days this weekend during doing TV tapings. I'm going to check it out. I believe this is the first time the company's ever been out here in Vegas. Well, no, uh, but I'll give some feedback on what I saw on the show. Thanks, fellas. I'll be listening. Yeah, no, they they were in Vegas when I was still watching. I remember main event Mafia debuted in Vegas. I'm pretty sure they debuted in Vegas, or their first major like angle run happened in Vegas. Um, so they've been to Vegas at least a handful of times because that was, you know, oh nine or some shit, oh eight. So I'm sure they've been to Vegas. So, yeah, thanks for that email, Jabron. Appreciate you. East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. Get your emails in email line. Let's uh, go back to to the phone lines, 347-202-0103. Gets you in line. Let's talk to 240. 240, who's what this? Marcus from D.C. What's up, Marcus? What's on your mind? What's up, Matt? Um... Not much. Uh, well, not much. Uh, first, I want to say with the uh, election last night, one, I want to say one thing. I'm disappointed in Gillum for conceding so early. Cause I was like, what the fuck was that when you like conceded? Like, it was like last night he conceded when, um, when, when, the, when like the margin still narrowed. I mean, maybe he heard things from his what, analysts and consultants and stuff, but mm-hmm. I just find it odd that he conceded so soon. Yeah, Stacey Abrams was like, I ain't conceding shit. Y'all crooked right. bastards. The, uh, but that's different because think, she doesn't have he does she doesn't have to win if 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 fucking bitch ass Kemp is at forty nine point nine and she's at you know forty nine point one he don't win they go to a runoff because neither one made it to fifty percent right. so right and that's he's got to be sweating because he's at fifty point three so. Uh, you know, if that last right. bit of stuff comes in and, and she wins by just a half a percent or, or a percent, it, yeah, it drops him and, yeah, it makes him go to a runoff. Uh, or, shit, she right. gets over 50 and she wins. But I think that would be a bit of a, a long stretch. I think the best bet is to, to hope the numbers uh, bear out for, for a runoff. Uh, and then ain't no talent because people are just going to they're going to see how how scummy he was in uh like we didn't already know but they're going to see like mm-hmm. oh see they know what they tried to do in Gwinnett County 3 hours these motherfuckers are looking for a power cord what kind of you know right usually shit is this um like the fans had to get involved and like make them extend the hours oh yeah they did an injunction from a goddamn judge like no 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 polls are staying open until nine ten o'clock instead of seven or yeah, eight or whatever and, yeah and before that a judge um ruled that that they can't use their um exact match program you no know, which they, they still like, work. you have a hyphen 
Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. I'm still using was like, it like so. If even though Abrams wins, she still has a case. Like I'm, I'm sure she has some kind of case where there was a lot of irregular irregularities and stuff, and like that voter suppression. So she has a case to say. I mean, even if she doesn't come to margin, I mean, even, she's not in the margin era for a recount. I feel like she's still close enough that she could say that. I mean, obviously there was, there was like very, there were very many issues and stuff. But Gillum, but even the the Florida. Uh, Democrat senator, um, he hasn't even conceded yet. I think they're pushed for a runoff yeah. for that. But I'm like Gillum, but he was closer. Like, I mean, his his threshold was uh, was closer. So if he's within right. you know half a percent, they get an uh, 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 that triggers an automatic recount. And Gillum was was you know even it would just have taken. I'm not saying he should or shouldn't have conceded. I mean, again, he has people. Mm. So I don't know. Right. Um, Right. Yeah. But but I but I saw, saw uh someone from Florida uh a tweet from someone named Pam Keep on the I think she may be a state representative, I'm not sure. But it says breaking calling off Florida hands, we have tens of thousands of rejected absentee ballots that we can get perfected before the deadline tomorrow at five PM. But we need your help. Please send an email to someone's email address. So I mean there's still I think both out there that that could make a difference. I mean, that could make closer for Gillum. That's why I'm like, why would you concede so soon? That doesn't make sense. But, no, um, I, 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 get the, I definitely get the frustration. I mean, it was, uh, right. yeah, yeah, last night it was, it was one of those things where it's like, I need to understand that, <laughs> you know, sensible adults have the gavel in all the committees, right? Like the fucking right. goddamn judicial oversight, goddamn intelligence mm-hmm. oversight, you got all that, right? Mm-hmm. Like you know, Maxine Waters right. with, at the head of a commit at the head of a committee is is is, is an amazing thing. Like that's cool. Adam Schiff, right. you know, heading up the uh, the you know intelligence committee. That's great. But fucking goddamn, yo, I want to smack the shit out of white women in Texas so bad. I mean, I mentioned before, like, family members. So close. I mentioned before this family members, friends got to know a lot of people getting, I mean, a lot of people I probably know, like, when they say enough people didn't vote, but the thing is, you can't expect these white people to save them from themselves. Look at it. Look at Alabama. Like black women had pretty much had to no save. black women saved white everybody from a fucking Alabamans from a fucking pedophile. Totally, right. absolutely. You no, know they say they say Alabamans from themselves because white women were voting for more, yeah. more. But like, right, doesn't like you can't expect these people to save themselves from themselves. So you have to vote for yourself and for the betterment of the people that don't give a, you know, don't care about you. So. But yeah, I mean, but long we long as they are still there, we still gonna have them issues where they, like I said, they don't vote for their best interest, or maybe they are voting for their best, or at least a portion of their yeah, best right. interest. Right. Um, but I know you mentioned before that you know if if Abrams wanted governor that she can like run an investigation and stuff into what the previous governor and secretary of state was doing, what Kent was doing. But but I mean, but since the Democrats have a house, the house can do that also. They can still like subpoena. Um, I sure. Like on the statewide, I mean, yeah, I mean, like the thing I have to same like in Texas, like there is somebody that saw a tweet or an article that like the entire 
top like judicial like uh like there was a complete overhaul in Houston and Dallas specifically mm-hmm. of like federal judges, right? So it's like that's 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 great. Right? You know, have a bunch of fucking scumbag judges, you know, uh, uh, locking people up for weed or or prison to pipeline kind of shit where they get kickbacks. Uh, that happens. Happened in Pennsylvania, famously. Um, uh, school to prison pipelines, I meant to say. Um, so, so I have to like remember that the like good things happen. State houses turned changed or got a lot more right. difficult. To like, like people, I gotta, I gotta not fall into the, you know, national, you know, uh, hype, right? And real, like that kind of shit lost us. You know, if you if you if you talk to a typical Democrat or typical left leaning independent between '08 and '16, they would have thought we we uh, were doing super successful because Obama was there for eight years and on top in the face of mm-hmm. the party, the face of... Motherfucker! The Democrats lost a thousand seats in statewide right. and congressional seats in ten years! I mean, everything from school board to fucking, you know, to the top stuff. A thousand seats! In a decade! Right. And nobody was paying attention because we had our big fucking you know... Savior at the top that's going to, you know, which was bullshit and there. Anybody knew anything worth anything knew that was the case, but we just took our eye off the ball. So those things had that, the tide of that, the, 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 that's changed. You know, that, that, uh, a lot of state house seats. And we started in Virginia last year when, when right. a, tra- a trans woman won, like, holy shit, there's a, mm-hmm. Trans woman in the Virginia legislature? Like, what is going on? Like, wow. So that kind of stuff, you have to be. I can't forget if that's Maryland or Virginia, but I... Virginia. Yeah, that's Virginia. Yeah. Translated. Yeah. She, she, her whole, her whole platform was, I'm gonna fix the roads of this town, and people were like, Oh my god, because their roads like <laughs> just trash. And she's like, That'll be my number one, uh, you know. And they were like, You know what? I don't care what kind of. What dangles or doesn't dangle between your legs or who you sleep with? <laughs> if you get my roads right. fixed, lady, I'll vote for you. And she won. Right. And that was in 2017. So you kind of saw like things were, were changing. And that's really where it's important, like on the on the local and state level. But on the federal level, it's on this big time state level. It was just such a disappointment that that the, that the three bigs didn't win, or you didn't at least get. One of three, depending on where the Abrams Kemp thing goes. Um, but but it changed things. It certainly you can't pretend progressive uh, 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 progressive uh, um, left wing pro- progressivism or whatever you want to call it can't say it's not viable. You can't say you can't win. Like fam, you almost won Florida, Texas, and Georgia on the run with those platforms. They're only that, right. that and, and that the race was closer than they've been. I mean, it's it's not, if ever, I mean, it might not just be generations, it might be ever, I don't know, I don't want to get into stuff I don't know about, but I remember Kim Davis, or not Kim Davis, that's the bitch from Kentucky, yeah, she She lost, Um, but fucking Steve King, what, came one, man, what the fuck is wrong with the Iowa 6 or whatever that district is, fam, you, he don't, 
God, man. <laughs> but across town in the other district, they had like, you know, it's different. I don't, I don't, I just, last night I was just like, what is wrong with people? Like they voted for, they voted two com- people that are indicted. They're going to go, Duncan Hunter is right. going to fucking yeah, jail. Right? The, the, the motherfucking in Albany or state New York is probably going to go to jail. They voted for a fucking pimp who's dead. Over a fucking profet- law, uh, like a history professor, a law professor, or some shit in Reno or in wherever, Nevada County. Yeah. Or some shit. It's about a dead pimp. <laughs> and, and, and Ted Cruz. You, I don't even need to qualify that with an insult. That's an insult in its own. Ted fucking Cruz. Fuck. God damn it, uh, Marcus got me all <laughs> Calm down, man. Stop thinking about it. Stop thinking about how close it was. and uh, Fuck, Texas. But again, I got to remind myself, he carried, which I don't understand. Like, he carried a lot of people over the finish line, right? Oh, I don't understand. How did that felons thing get passed with 4 million-something votes? And Gillen didn't even, got got like 3.8. And and DeSantis got like 3.85 or whatever. Right, right, right. (laughs) But, I don't, but you see, um, I, I saw Twitter's blaming Beyonce because she endorsed uh, Bezos. Oh, so like, I I First off, I blame her for waiting till the day of election. No, ain't shit. Better all work on a pissed on a fucking homeless lady on Facebook Live and on election day, and it wouldn't have did anything to the numbers. Like you don't. There's a, there's a reason right. people stop campaigning the Saturday or the Sunday. Before the like, it's over. Like no more polls are done after that right. Friday. Like it's just a way. Like you're not changing anybody's mind. You're knocking on. You're just getting out the vote. You're knocking on people's doors saying, "Hey, did you vote?" Not, "Hey, here's my campaign guy and here's who I want you to vote for." It's just turnout, turnout, turnout at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the idea that Beyonce at like noon on election day on Instagram post, I don't give a fuck how many five million, seven million followers she got. That ain't do nothing, idiots. They right. just want so like four, just, like three, three or four hours before that. the polls closed. At that also, so it's like <laughs> oh, it wasn't yeah, even noon. It was four in the afternoon. Like my goodness, people are just yeah. They 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 right. you know, any, the, the people that said it probably hate Beyonce or hate Beto or both. Right. And right. and if you I think mean, about I it, in, like, out, like, if we think hold up, hold up, before I lose this thought, if we think about it in pro wrestling uh-huh. terms. Is Beto O'Rourke, twenty twelve, Daniel Bryan did it not as egregious, but is this was was him losing the Ted Cruz by you know a point and a half or you know two points, uh, his eighteen second loss to Sheamus at WrestleMania, <laughs> where people are just like, you know what, we're not gonna stop till he's the fucking president. <laughs> Right. I mean, what if like right. they just all that all losing and becoming a sympathetic figure, coming so close. Everybody loves an underdog. Um, what if that just you know made him a bigger star? Like a because even if he didn't, even if he didn't, uh, um, even if he didn't honor his own word, which was if I beat Ted Cruz, I'm going to I'm a senator in Texas for six years. Ain't no 2020. Ain't no 2020 mm-hmm. running for president. No, I'm a I'm a U.S. senator. I'm a, I'm a I'm a senator in Texas. So, but even if he didn't, he's I don't think he's as 
big of a, a, a big a deal. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong because winning, right. if you're the damn right. senator, you're a pretty goddamn big star opposed to right. losing. So I don't know. It's right. time needs to, more time needs to pass and perspective and right. those right. kinds of things before I'm still, I'm too, it's too right. raw. I'm still too, uh, still too, <laughs> yeah. uh, and I'll, people, know. I know people are like still saying, uh, Abrams, Gillum ticket. I'm like, you can't have two people that can't even win a statewide election right for president. That's not, I don't know. That's, that's, that's not where presidents make. That's not yeah. I mean, in the back in, 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 in the old days, but but things are different. Like, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, let's 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 not let's remember. Like, Obama was a was a junior senator. Granted, he had to win, right? right? He it's not yeah. like he you know. But still, he was a junior senator that not a ton of people knew. He got famous because he made that really awesome speech at at uh, at the DNC in '04. The DNC. That, right. That that got him national. Like, well, I think running a super progressive campaign and coming a point and a half in you know these various red super red states. That's a little bit better than oh a boisterous thirteen minute speech that got a bunch of people like right. emotional at a, at a DNC. So I mean, if we're weighing weighing what makes somebody a star in a political star, r- running a p- progressive, honest, positive campaign, which all three of those Gillum, Beto, and and Abrams they all did, is a, is much better bona fides than. Oh uh, no! I'm a junior senator from I'm from Illinois, and I made this speech. I was a keynote speaker at the, at at this DNC. I mean, they all had their point right. and their place, and but but I don't think that's like we're going to get in, in the VIP email. Josh says one of his his friend was, was is that didn't forgot to register to vote or something. Voted wanted to vote oh for Beto, or, or was mad that he didn't that he didn't uh, win, or he's like I'm gonna vote for him for president. The guy's in Ohio, so he couldn't vote for him in Texas. And he's like, I'm not going to oh, take advice from somebody who forgot to, you know, register. <laughs> and, and and that's a good line, and it's kind of like, I get the point, but just because somebody forgot well, to do something also. doesn't mean their opinion or whatever is less than. So I don't think just because you didn't win a statewide election makes you, oh, you're not presidential material. Like, well, I just right. had three months of becoming a star, and now everybody in the country knows who I am, and and I'm free to do it if I want. I'm not tied up in as senator or governor or whatever they were running for. So, right, we'll see. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll say Gillum. I see, I see a lot in Gillum that I that I think um, Cory Booker wished that he had. I, every time I see Cory Booker, I feel like he's trying to be something that he's not. Like I feel like I, I can just see that he his only purpose is to get to. Get to like trying to be president. Listen, you know what Cory mean? Booker like, is the fakest progressive. <laughs> I mean, I mean, he's such, he's so phony, and I mean phony in the, like he's right, a genuinely yeah, nice guy. You don't you don't run in a fire and a thing and save somebody from a fire, dog or whatever, shovel ladies out of it. Like he's a really genuinely nice guy, but he's paid for. Like he is owned, holy right. By Big Pharma, probably telecom. Like, that's the same thing I worry about with Kamala Harris. Like, she gets a ton of Comcast and AT&T right. money. Like, where does she stand on Internet pri- privacy and net neutrality? Like, when it matters. 
Not how this, well, will she say to fucking win a campaign, but when it matters, will she go, will we expect her to go against the hand, bite the hand that's feeding her? She ain't raised, she ain't right. Beto, she ain't Bernie, she's not raising, you know, record amounts of money from people. She needs corporations. And Booker, uh, uh, Booker T, Cory Booker is, is the same way. <laughs> He's he's just such a phony progressive man. Like don't get no again. He's a like a, a, against like generic Republican a Cory Booker Kamala Harris in a fucking heartbeat. I would not even have to think twice about it, Marcus. Like not even mm-hmm. half a, a, a second it would take me. But you know, Cory Booker Kamala Harris versus. A, a real progressive, a justice Democrat, somebody unbought and unpaid for. Sorry, Cory Booker. Sorry, Kamala Harris. Right. As decent individuals and decent human beings as I, as I think you are, um, when it comes down to it, I know how this works. <laughs> like, I have right. history on my side. You're going to side with your corporate interests, period. Right. And, and I understand make, why. I'm make, not even mad that you do. It's just like I have to be smart enough to know that you will. And everybody does. And you mentioned uh, President Obama's uh, DNC speech. I remember when uh, Booker did DNC speech. I thought I was like, no. Well, I thought I was like, I see what you're doing right now. You, you, I just yeah. like he has that air about him. I have less issues with someone that has ambition and is positioning himself. Like that's just how it goes. I'm not naive enough to know. Oh, I'm sorry. We're breaking up. Um, Are you good now? I'm good. Okay. I, I have less, I'm less inclined to be upset over the positioning of himself and, mm-hmm. you know, him knowing in eight years, this is where I want to be. That's, that's ambition. That's goals. That's, uh, that's drive. Um, it's how you get there that, that I, that I care sure. about. You know, like, sure, you're going to give the speech. Now, now, granted, personality has a lot to do with it. You don't want to look like you're trying super hard. That was Bill Clinton's problem in, 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 the, in the 90s, like in, in 91. He was just, he tried so hard. And this is not, no, I was, I was 11 following this stuff day to day. I, you know, you go back and learn about it. But he tried so hard. And, you know, he basically, Cuomo in 84 gave this, uh, gave this fight, basically the Obama in, in 04 speech, like, all of a sudden came onto the scene, except he, he was more known than Obama, but people were fired up, had congressmen and shit on the floor of the DNC crying, and everybody wanted them to run in 84. Um, mm-hmm. So in, in 90, or, or I'm sorry, in, in 88, Clinton was like, I'm going to do that. I'm going to make my, and he, and he droned on for 20 or 30 minutes, just this bullshit speech. And at the end, he goes, and now, and I conclude, and the place went nuts. Like you know how if, you, if you're the bas- you know, your basketball team is on a twenty to one, getting ran, and it's a twenty to one run, and they finally make a basket, and the crowd fucking sarcastically goes nuts. It was that. He's like, and I conclude, they were like, yeah, I'm trying to get the fuck off the stage, motherfucker. So it was like people saw he tried so hard, and you know that's that's. And again, just like Cory Booker, like he was a corporate, wholly owned, centrist, you know, fake progressive. Like the idea that Bill Clinton's some kind of liberal or, you know, people are fucking stupid. Just like his wife. Like, give me a fucking break. She's a 
some kind of liberal hero. But again, next to generic Republican A, Hillary Clinton all day, every day. It ain't even close. I'm a fucking functioning adult. Right. I can make good decisions. All right, all right. right. Let's we've been jet right. hammering right. off about right. yeah, uh, elections and shit. Let's uh <laughs> okay. I can, yeah, but my only two wrestling things, uh, is there a wrestler just say um on the main roster are there just say just two wrestlers from like the main event that you would to the undercard in front of the undercard you would like switch out to the if you had to like switch out a wrestler from the main event and put them in the undercard and put um, wrestling the undercard to the main event, who would it be? Whew. Um, it's easier to go undercard to main event or, you know, undercard to top mm-hmm. of card because it's always, there's not a ton of time where it's like, and, and I mean, Roman Reigns, people had their reasons, but he j- definitely justified his position, you know, grew into it. It was just a matter of whether you liked him or not. Um, right. But there's always guys on, on underneath that are like, oh, if he could just get a break or if management, this or whatever the situation is. So I don't think there's anybody on top a year ago, a year and a half ago, I would have said, you know, Jinder Mahal, and, and, and that absolutely happened. They shoved him right back down the card. And Joe, again, I would say should be in the main – again, if this was a year ago, I would have said Joe should be at the top of the card. He, for the most part, is or or is around, around main events when he's, uh, you know, when he's doing his thing in the last six months or so. So there's not a – there's nobody I would send down. Okay, I'm saying that. Shit, they need they need main eventers. They need people, uh, <laughs> right. you know, at the top. So I'll say I'll I'll, I'll do an easy cop out one. I'll say Finn Balor. Finn Balor absolutely should be at the top of the card, or or, or close to it. Okay. No, thing was. Is there any wrestlers that you can think of that could use a, I guess, a wardrobe tra- change of like different gear? Because I feel like some wrestlers they, they'll be they could be taken more serious if their if their gear is different. Like you know when Miz changed his gear, he became more serious. I feel like even with Cody Rhodes started putting knee pads on, he seemed to be taken a little bit more serious. Like and also, uh, it's just. Not sure if you know, but it's like some things about gear that bothers me. Like, for example, Dolph Ziggler's boots, the same with Ray Mysterio boots, like they're too big for them. Because <laughs> Dolph Ziggler, I feel like someone that could use a wardrobe change, but I'm not sure what that would be. But I feel like at least his boots need to be different or like tired. Because I feel like they're, they're just wearing boots that are too big for them. Wait, so who's this? this? Also, that has Dolph Ziggler. So Dolph Ziggler, Dolph Ziggler and uh, Ray Mysterio. <laughs> okay, yeah, I didn't notice. I've never noticed Dolph's boots. I didn't know he like, was on, a, like um like on his calves. Like you, it, it, like you pretty much like put probably three fingers between the boot and his legs. Like that's what it looks like. They're like loose boots. What was the What was the girl's name on Rail? Loose boots, Tanya. <laughs> I'm not sure. I don't watch like one episode of that. I need to get into that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? No, so, no, 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 yeah. But the question just was like, there's any wrestler oh. you think could use like a like? Oh, well, I said Finn goes up. I don't really have somebody to go down. Yeah, I'm not. No, no, no okay. I had a different question about a uh, uh, ring gear. Oh, oh shoot, sure. ring gear. Yeah, yeah, you got it. <laughs> no, I'm saying. Um, so, is there like a wrestler you think that could like use like, oh, like they could, they'll do. 
W bet I just with like different gear because like I feel like sometimes wrestlers they can be taken more seriously if they if their gear is different like you know me has changed his gear up. Um, yeah. When Cody Rhodes start, started wearing knee pads, he starts being more serious. Um, like Rusev started wearing boots. I mean, he did I think he sprained his ankle or something, but still, I feel like sometimes when they change their gear, they can look. I mean, it's just they'll be taken more seriously. And I, just, and I was mentioning how Dolph Ziggler's and Rey Mysterio's boots look like they're too yeah, big yeah. for them. <laughs> Yeah. No but one jumps out that I think just needs uh, like a tweak or a complete. Give me Kyrie saying, you miss Kyrie saying oh. ring gear look. She doesn't no, look good in her ring gear, but ex- she looks no. good in her real clothes. Thank you, thank you, thank you. She is a regular <laughs> street clothes god, but her gear is garbage. Her her bottom, her uh, her her bottoms look like a weird diaper kind of thing, and the way it's like connected to the top by ugh, it's such it's 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 not good um she could definitely use a complete overhaul and i and i don't even mean gimmick wise but i and i and i wouldn't even mind if it was or you know more more i don't know how you get it more pirated themed but or or c c c worthy ring gear but no nah, she definitely needs a more serious or not serious look it's fine it doesn't look not serious but she needs a different stylist or seamstress or fitter or something. Right. Um, Bianca Belair could chill with that matte lipstick that that she puts the damn sparkly <laughs> bullshit. I hate that. I, I hate it on all women. So that's just me, my personal distaste. Uh, damn, what happened? Um, Shayna Baszler just kick the damn announce person an interviewer out so i think they're probably asking her the tough questions like why are you such a cheating scumbag garbage piece of human trash <laughs> and she had no answer she probably was like oh that's how i was raised <laughs> uh that's trap and she's meant i would like to hear you like if you was like a commentator on nst just like you're out <laughs> no, like, listen <laughs> listen i used to uh so in high school, I managed the girls' basketball team, right? So it was awesome, mm-hmm. and you, know, you got to go on trips, or not trips, but like go away games, and you know, you managed, kept score, whatever I did. Um, but they had one when I got to college. I went to Norfolk State, so they didn't need the person to do what I did in high school, but they did need a video, a video, um, I guess, a videographer, someone to tape their games and practices, mm-hmm. so, they, so that they have footage. Um, and they moved me <laughs> from courtside or whatever. They moved me away from people because I had basically a running commentary and the, none of the women on the basketball team could pay attention because everybody was fucking laughing. I'm like, damn, look at her. <laughs> she looked like she, she eat nails and, or she was fed nails and gasoline was put in her bottle as a baby. And, you know, just lying, just busting on people. <laughs> right. And, you know, they need to be focused on, like, triangle offense or, you know, boxing one. And they're, like, laughing at my stupid, you know, immature lines. So they moved me. Um, <laughs> like, so I wouldn't be around people. So I had less people to feed off of because I can't, you know, if I'm just talking to, you know, that's that's weird. Um, so, I, yes, I would have to, you know, I would definitely tone it down, and I would do exactly as I was told. 
Right. Uh, they'd be like, hey, so we yeah, um just... we saw your Twitter and uh you you know you called Shayna Baszler uh, you know human uh human garbage. Uh you you, you know, we're trying to And you, you know, correct we're... them and say no, 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 I say human piece of garbage. <laughs> yeah. Human trash. <laughs> Dumpster juice. That's exactly what I said. No, yeah. I just yeah do what they told me. And if they said, hey, we we know we heard you don't like uh, Shayna Baszler like in but real life. You can bring some of that to the. Uh, you can bring some of that to the. Well, I wouldn't curse or call her asshole or anything. <laughs> I'd certainly think it, and my tone would be of that. But, um, but yeah, I I'd, I'd tone it down. I would ever anymore. I'd, I'd be a good corporate citizen. I think we all see it on your face, though, but that's, like, that's pretty much all. Well, luckily the camera was going to be on her and them in the ring and not me just looking like bearing grit. I mean, when they go back to the announcers, when they go to the announcers, when it, like, you know, after, after an angle, they'll go to the announcers. <laughs> yeah. But they're like, Travis, what, what was that like? <laughs> like, Shannon just did something. Like, like uh, evolution after that match, they like turn. They, oh they, no, they no, go no, to no. I, I know, I know what you're trying, what you're getting at. <laughs> and you yeah. want to be yeah. the guy backstage or on camera, like <laughs> calling Shane Baszler, you know, piece of shit. <laughs> but I'm trying to tell you okay, that no matter how, how they, when they, when the, uh, Coach Cass persona the, uh, is, I would be a professional like I am in all my work. But you, but you, you think you could hide it like with your facial expressions? Though. How dare you imply that I would not? <laughs> That's asking. That's all I had. Though. All right, man. Good talking to you. All right. All right. So I'm, I'm, I'm glad. I'm not surprised. I'm glad that we got to got to air a little bit of uh, election day angst and and a little bit of hope maybe that we have as a. A country and maybe the, the close cause. I thought uh, close cause. I thought we'd get through the entire live show without it because uh, Rich and I certainly were going to talk about it on VIP. But uh, Marcus wanted to talk. So moving on. Let's. Uh, ah, looks like Craig's on the line. Been on the line for a little bit. So let's bring Craig on. Craig, what's happening? Oh, no. Okay, maybe it's not Craig. Somebody called on Skype, 111 International. Who's this? I heard something. Somebody's there. Everybody on the line say, hello, my name is blank. And then I'll say, hey, blank. Okay. That actually is Craig. I'm going to be upset. Uh, going to D.C., I think it's Willis. Willis, is that you? Oh, Got to bring him on. Hey. What's happening, man? Hello? What's going on? What's going on, Trav? How you been? I'm doing all right. What's on your mind? Nothing much. I've been watching Raw and SmackDown. And for, for so far... Wait, hold on, hold on. Last before, couple... Wait, wait, wait. Real quick, Willis, before we get into uh, wrestling stuff... How does it work for D.C. residents? Like, who do you guys get to vote for in a non-presidential uh, I'm in league? Maryland now. I'm in Maryland oh. now. Okay, so you got um, fucking Ben Jealous. He didn't win. Wait, did he? No, he didn't win. 
No, uh uh-uh, uh, Larry Hogan won again. Yeah, he he got matter of fact, Ben Jealous got kinda of washed. Yeah. Um Okay, but how does it work in DC in a non president like so even in presidential years they have one what? It just says president and that's all they got to vote for if you're a DC resident? You know, they got all the councilmen and, and stuff like that for DC. So it's just super local stuff. Nothing, there's no state uh, um, stuff. There's a mayor and, yeah, like you said, council people, but no state senators, no – no, Donna uh, – Donna, what's-her-face was a some kind of representative. Yeah, it's super confusing in D.C. It's bullshit that they don't have – you know, a million people don't have <laughs> representation. Well, on the mainland, sure on the mainland, you can say, well, Puerto Rico, you know, who are they? They're an island, uh, you know, surrounded by big water. Uh, but D.C. is right there. Yeah. Guam well, got Guam got gets representation. <laughs> Guam flipped the dem dem to Democrat. <laughs> Fucking Guam. Yeah, but so yeah, all been interesting. The last couple of weeks, I like the flow of the show now. It seems like more people are getting a chance to do stuff and change. Oh, my different God. Story, different storylines and stuff. So that's cool to see. And with SmackDown, with AJ being a champ for a year, that's cool to see. For once, a long title reign with somebody that actually comes on and defend the title. <clears throat> so that's interesting to see for the moment. Yeah. And and then I was looking online and they were saying that excuse me, Braun been acting up in the back. He ain't been coming in on time and stuff like that. So and they say he act and he working with knee injuries too. I don't know if Braun going to be the next person they're going to put behind, but for some reason, I feel like it's going to be Drew. Drew to do what? going to be the person that Drew is going to be Brock? the next Universal Champion. Yep. So WrestleMania, you think? Probably so. If the thing's going on, what they're saying about Braun going on, with him acting up and his knees is bad. So that's why I think they pushed him away from Dolph Ziggler after um, all the mess that went on at um, Crown Jewel, which was a hot mess of a pay-per-view. But I enjoyed it because I was just laughing at the old men at the end trying to wrestle. Triple H and Shawn Michaels on there missing spots and kicking off canes, masks, and all kind of crazy shit. Yeah, so I, about some with Survival Series, I got a feeling that a lot of the um, main title matches, people won't mess in their matches. Like Braun and Brock. Braun, I mean, Brock and AJ, I feel like Braun going to mess in their match. I feel like Dean going to mess in Nakamura and Seth's match. And um, the ladies' match. I think Nia and um, Tamina are going to mess in a match against um, 
Ronda and Becky and beat the hell out of both of them. Mm. Wait, who's going to beat them? Beat the hell out of both of them? Tamina and um, and Jack on messing them. Nia Jackson was messing um, Ronda and Becky match. See, I see. I can see. Right, I get. I think the matches that that you need to get out of are Ronda and and Becky. That's the one that absolutely I think is probably going to end in some kind of shenanigans. Like I don't think I, I don't. They definitely don't want. I don't think I know they don't want to beat Ronda. And I don't think they would beat Becky, considering what the run she's been on. So I think that's the one that you would need an out. You would need some kind of uh, some kind of shenanigan fin, not uh, DQ, whatever, run in. But I think AJ beats Brock, right? And I think, um, and and Dean Cannon, it makes sense, sense story wise, but they don't have to. It's not like. They're like not willing to be Shinsuke or not willing to be set. So it's less, but it, but storyline wise, it certainly would make sense. So I think the, the guarantee what they not guarantee, but the one that they have to get out of is Rhonda and Becky. The one that they are second likely to, to storyline wise that has to, you know, that they could have. And again, Shinsuke or, or, or Dean leads to a finish a tainted finish, whoever runs in during the uh, Becky Ronda, I think it's going to throw the match out because they don't want a winner. So Seth's going to lose. <laughs> you know, it's just going to be because of shenanigans. And I think AJ's going to beat Brock straight up. And then maybe, you know, Braun comes out. But I don't think it's going to be – I don't think they're going to have Braun attack uh, Brock before the match and then have AJ beat him and give Lesnar that out. That would be – nah, just give – AJ should just – Beat him because AJ's AJ's good and you know you know he 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 he's uh he got a receipt from last year. All right. So it 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 ought to be interesting to see what goes on with that match. I'm really interested at that pay per view is AOP versus the Bar. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Yeah. So I'm um, hopefully. I think they're going to. Go. I think they're going to beat the bar. I think ALPs. Uh, they're 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 going all the way with them, at least for now. And and another reason why you're not really going to be into impact. Guess what time it comes on now? From ten to twelve. At night on what day? On Thursday, it's ten to twelve now, and. Moved it from the 8 o'clock slot from 10 to 12. That sucks. Yeah. And the ratings. What, what channel are they on? They on, um, I forgot the name of the damn channel. Pop. P-O-P. That's it. Oh, it's still Pop TV? Okay. Yeah. They still on Pop TV, but they come on 10 o'clock now. So, I guess they really didn't want nobody to watch it now. At that time, hmm. but my 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 wrestling that my wrestling that I like watching now is um, MLW. Cause, yeah, um, pretty consistently. Yeah, 
my my team on that joint is the Heart Foundation. They be on there doing some hellfire moves on that joint. Who? The Heart Foundation? Yeah. Um, Davey Boy, Boy Smith Jr. is um, Teddy Hart and Brian Pillman Jr. Okay. Yeah, I heard. Uh, yeah. I heard. Um, I'm not sure how far I got in that, in that episode, but I was listening to the last uh, Jim Cornette. Um, not the drive through, but the uh, I don't listen to that one, but the the other one, regular show. Oh, the, the cult yeah. pass or whatever. And he was going to talk about you know meeting. Oh wait, he did. And yeah, I don't know how far in that. I must have not gotten too far in that episode because uh, I don't remember a ton about it. But he was going to. No, no, it was about D'Lo Brown. D'Lo was on that episode. Yeah, uh-huh. I heard that whole thing. Yeah, I heard it. So maybe I just I'm not remembering what he talked about with with. With with Brian with Pillman Jr. or maybe he didn't get into it, but yeah, he had said he was supposed to, he was supposed to wrestle that night, but his shoulder was messed up. Ah, okay. Yeah, because I listened to that same episode too. But okay. yeah, it's pretty cool because because you know um, MLW low key the champ right now he's the main champion. So he's the main champion. The tag champs are the um, Pentagon Jr. and Ray Phoenix. The um, middleweight champion is um, MJF. What's that mean? Middle is he and, smaller than Loki or bigger? No, well, they about the same size. It just happens that Loki just happened to be the heavyweight champ, so he's the heavyweight champ. So Loki could technically be the middleweight champ too. Okay, but the middleweight champion is for smaller, I assume, smaller guys. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's a pretty good hour show. Coming in on there, they got heel managers and stuff like that. Because Colonel Robert Parker, he on there as the manager. He got the stud stable back. So it's pretty good. I enjoy it. They have good matches on there. They have all different types of people on there. And surprisingly enough, there's a lot of black wrestlers on there too. So that's cool to see. Um, Just younger people that you only heard of if you watch the show. They giving people is Willie Mack on there or is he like NWA Hollywood guy? Nah, he not Willie Mack ain't on there. Um, Shane Strickland is on there. Okay, he was the first champ on there. So they don't have no women's division not yet, but they have women matches on there once in a while. So. People like Johnny Impact show up, Conan on there once in a while. So they have a different set of people on there. So and plus they on um what's that thing? They on YouTube. So the matches that they show on Sad Friday night, they put them up on YouTube at six oh five on Saturday. Wait, I thought. So, 
I thought MLW was on like regular like Mav TV or something. It's on being sports, but they also put the same episode of the show on Friday, on Saturday on YouTube. The people don't have the channel; they can watch it on YouTube. It's the same exact show; it's just they don't have the commercials. So if if you don't have BN Sports, you can still watch the show. Okay. And then they had several pay-per-views and stuff on everything, too. So they filmed down in Florida and New York. So they've been filming shows in New York, L.A. They're talking about that they're going to expand, doing shows different areas once they get a little bit bigger. They just said they're taking their time and not rushing. Uh-oh. They even going to have an NWA champ on there at one point. Because, um, what you call him? Who's the, because Nick Aldis got the belt back. Yeah. Um, at the 70th, at the 70th uh, anniversary show. I ain't get a chance to see none of the matches. So, other than that, I've been watching Arrow. Cody Rhodes been on that joint the last yeah. few episodes. So yeah, that's been, why I, I answered my question. Uh, the the who's the the Jamarcus or or not Jamarcus? Um, Jabron asked um, who can be a you know, Hollywood guy, and I'm like, shit, he's got the Stephen Amell connection. He's an actual trained actor. Like he's, you know, Cody's the yeah. So I went with Cody. Yeah. And he's on Arrow. Oh, he's been doing pretty consistently the last two yeah. years. So, shit. Yeah, he's been doing pretty good on the show. It's him, Michael Jaiway, and um, Vinny Jones, all of them together in um, prison together. Oh, wait. So, yeah. Cody, didn't Cody, he was a drug dealer, so I guess Arrow busted him in the previous season. Now he's dealing with him in jail, now that he's in jail. Yeah. I got to so, I figured I'll catch up cuz I haven't started watching any of the CW. I only watch Arrow. Or I only watch Flash and Supergirl, but I haven't watched any of them yet. So, when's the crossover? December? In December, yeah. Okay. I so I, so I have so they they'll have a Thanksgiving first week of December? Yeah, cuz they're not going to have it yeah. for Christmas. So, it'll be a one more, maybe two more episodes before before Thanksgiving. And uh, they'll take the last two weeks or so of November off, and then they'll come back for for that crossover. So I want to I, I want to be caught up by then because I certainly don't want to <clears throat> be spoiled and stuff. So um, yeah, I'm I'm just so far behind. Spider um, did the second there was an update today. Did the second DLC for Spider Man hit yet? It happened on the twenty third. I don't no, know no, no, about no. the second one. Yeah, yeah, that's why I'm asking the second one. Because there was an update, and the last time there was an update was the 23rd when the when the other one came out, first DLC came out. So I assume you beat the uh, heist? I haven't even down. I haven't even paid the $10 to get it yet. Oh, damn. I was I was hyped. I couldn't. Uh, I beat So I beat it, and then like two, three days passed, and I was kind of itching, itching. So I started running it back, running it back, and then I saw the saw that the DLC was only 10 bucks and I was like fuck it I'll put it on credit future make future future Travis pay for it <laughs> let him work let him 
<laughs> worry about the, where that ten dollars came from. <laughs> Um, All right. I, yeah. So but I it was good. Playing it back again now because I, I I ran the whole game back, beat it again, got even more trophies. Didn't platinum it, but got like ninety percent instead of ninety instead of eighty four percent I was last time, and now I'm playing the heist again. So, and and I, oh oh oh, and I would like to amend my excited proclamations from two, three, four weeks ago when I said Spider-Man was probably the best game I've ever played. So, playing it back, it's very fun. It's it's still an awesome game. But I don't know if, and I have to wait, but uh, I don't know if this will be a game that twice a year I have to play, I have to beat. You know, like every six months I'm like, you know, like Grand Theft, like GTA V. I, get, I, I just beat it a, f- uh, a few months ago. I bought it for PS4 just so I could, you know, have it for PS4 and beat it. Um, that's a game I can play over and over and over and over again. Uh, Spider-Man, probably not. I can, probably. I can only do... I but only can still, go back... Yeah. Right? Yeah. I can only go back to games if it's something like... Something on a Super Nintendo... Or a PlayStation One or something like that. I can't go back to the what? newer games and try to beat them oh, over again. Hell no! Oh hell I no! I, yeah, I tried to play. I tried to watch a walkthrough of Siphon Filter and was just disgusted. Like, ugh, get this bullshit off my screen! Like, I can't go back. I can. I tried to play Mario a couple years ago. I couldn't even get over the first goddamn jump. It was it was hard. I was just like, this is terrible. Fuck these old okay. ass bullshit corny ass games. Like we I'm past it. <laughs> um, so I, can I go, can't do it. I, I can go I back can and play any game I, stuff over again. Like that's those are pretty I, I, those have replay good replay value. I can go back and play Atari games and have fun with them. So. Ugh, what the Oh my god. Unless I can play it on my phone, maybe. That's about it. You want like I had for my SP, I had the Namco Museum game, and it had you know right. the, the, the pole position and Pac-Man, Miss Pac-Man, and you know Galaga and Galaxa. And even on that little tiny thing, I'm just like, God, this sucks. It's such a eight-bit bullshit. So, yeah, I, I yeah. Not, <laughs> you got that. Not me. Not me, because I, I bust out my regular Nintendo with the quickness and play some um, Double Dragon 2 or something like that. Uh, my uh, Sega Genesis and play some uh, Future Rage 2. Look, this game came out for free on the P- PSN, well, P- P- PlayStation Plus, you know, it was one of their giveaways. It was called, it's called 99 Vidas, V-I-D-A-S, or Vedas or something. Uh, and it's a uh-huh. side-scrolling, side-scrolling beat-em-up. And I was like, get uh-huh. this bullshit! I delete un- uninstall. <laughs> Why did I even bother? Oh man, with I wanted trash. to pl- I wanted to play that game. Oh my god, you would! It's so trash. <laughs> I like beat 'em up. I like playing stuff like the old X Men arcade game and Captain America and Avengers and, and the Ninja Turtles joint. I like playing them fun beat 'em up games. I played I played X Men a few months ago during Comic Con at. Hops and Heroes comic cop toy museum and comic book shop, and Cam tapped out first. He quit. Like this sucks. 
<laughs> and less me. You know when you're playing two players, they multiply the uh, they multiply the, the villains and bad guys and stuff on screen. And I'm sitting there trying to beat all these guys, and he yeah, it was he left me. Hanging. That was the day of. Those were the days when they just wanted you to feed quarters in the machine. That's it. That's all it was. Well, you had a museum, so all the games were, they were all free, but it's, you know, it's still, it's like, get this bullshit out of here. I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> all right. I'll talk to you later. Cool, Willis. Good talking. And let's, uh, all right, let's try this one more time. Hey, Craig, don't, uh, or whoever this is, one 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 international or Skype. Don't be bullshitting, man. I ain't got time for the games. I'm not here for the play play. So let's uh, let's try this again. Oh, before I do go to Craig, NXT tonight. Uh, I, I I was I tried my hardest to pay attention. I'm not answering the phone. Um. Bianca Belair, so Mia Yim's getting interviewed backstage, and she's talking about how how, how excited she is to be <clears throat> signed to NXT, and, you know, it's a dream come true, blah, blah, blah. And Bianca Belair just came into the shot, walked behind, around and behind the interviewer and Mia Yim, bumped Mia Yim on the shoulder like, uh, like, bitch, and then... Ask the announcer or ask the interviewer, like, why are you interviewing this chick? She been here. I've been here three years, busting my ass, beating everybody in front of me, and she been and you know, and you want to talk to her? And me and him just just played it baby face, like I don't know what your problem is. You know, I didn't do nothing to you, but you know, you can you can have it if you want. And Bianca was just like, girl, uh, uh-uh. uh, like she just was, she just was over and wasn't having it, and I and I felt her in that. She was looking delectable too. They both did. Mia Yim is fucking goddamn gorgeous. Um, woo! Oh my God! Laura Sullivan just launched Velveteen into the back first, spine first, into the damn ring apron. Gross. Um, and also the Gargano prom- promo, his explanation. Where he basically was like, I'm still the good guy of this story. I'm still Johnny Wrestling. I'm still Johnny Gargano. You know, you you got in my way. Talking about Aleister Black. Like, it wasn't anything personal. It was supposed to be me that unseated, uncrowned um, uh, uh, Champa as the champ. You got in the way. Like, sorry. And, um, yeah, so that was good. That's definitely worth going out your way to see both those promos. So, okay. Okay, Craig. Get your shit right, you diet fago drinking. I got I got words. I'm gonna have words with you too about that. Craig, you here? What up? Hi there. What was that earlier? I thought you were pulling my chain. I'm sorry. I I dozed off for like probably five <laughs> minutes after the like at the end of the Marcus and the beginning of the Willis. I woke up. I'm like, oh, it wasn't that long. And apparently it was when he went to me, so I'm like, oh shit! Now I gotta listen back to see how embarrassed I was. Also, real quick, um, Darrell, the vintage comic suit was on there. My first playthrough on Spider-Man, so I don't think that's what this latest latest update. 
is for. And it was it's a garbage suit because it's hard to look at that suit in the con- everything else looks real and Spider-Man, you know, Spider-Man looks like a cartoon. And also the power that the suit power it's quips and it does nothing. You're in the middle of a fight, you suit you're like suit power ready. You hit it and he like insults people. <laughs> I like this is stupid. Um but uh okay, Craig, what's on your mind? Oh, lots of things. Um I never um why did you move to Texas? I've been listening for a while and I never I never got why you moved to Texas. Um <clears throat> 36 years in one place. I thought it was time to, you know, not live in Philadelphia anymore. And after visiting Texas for like five straight years, you know, we would come down every January and then Dre started coming down with me. And then one day I was just like in 2016, I was just like I'm going to move here. And once Jason gave me the deal on his, on his Buick, on his, uh, that he had, that he wasn't using. Cause I was like, you can't survive here without a car. And that was the one major thing. Like, like, Oh, I can't move down there and not have a wheel. And once that came through, I was like, yeah, my lease is up in August. I'm moving. So it was just, you know, kind of, I'm in love with the city. I mean, it's a great town. Yeah, I know. I you never talked about it uh, in the last like year and a half or whatever, and I was always curious because it Texas is. Well, no, I moved to I Austin. Mean, like Texas sucks. Austin. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, Texas I'm got a lot less suckier. A lot less suckier last night, but not enough. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what that's what I was thinking. Is the though everybody's talking about um, the the victories we need to celebrate and everything, and and the elections and everything, and it's it's like I I live in Ohio, so I mean well, I see I see the good yeah, but Mike Dewine, right? So we we got I mean for it seems like for every little victory there's a huge catastrophe it's like when our water went out here because you guys just had a water problem there mm-hmm. our water went down because the algae blooms up here so the whole city was out of water and but we got you know everybody band together and we got shipments of like uh 24 packs of bottled water for, so we're like Oh, it was so cool to see everybody get together and band together, and everybody's volunteering and shit. And it's like, right. yeah, we're celebrating that, but we also just had our water go out. Now, when you say go out, so you said like, algae bloom. Yeah, Lake Erie. Um, they had the probably algae because it's warmer, longer, right? Right, and and uh, the wonder why that is the algae bloom. It happened two years so in a row. So it's not that y'all it ran happened. out. Y'all ran out of viable, good, uh, uh, drinkable water. Uh, not not even just drinkable. It was you couldn't you couldn't take a shower with it. Oh, okay, but like, I mean, but I mean the water was there. It just it's not like it dry. It's not like California where it's just it's just not there anymore. <laughs> it's, right. It's just, yeah. It's no. There, no but it's, it's, it's sort of like drink. a it's sort of like a Flint thing. Like not, no, no, I got you. Not, so, but yeah, there's there's been stuff like that all over the place, and that's just like 
while you celebrate that everybody got together and did this great thing and that we got totally. through it. Yeah. But y'all shouldn't have acted in the first place. It's glad that it's like, right. yeah, I'm glad we, you know, didn't weren't shooting each other for fucking, <laughs> you know, for fucking five right. gallon bottle of water. But, uh, but we shouldn't have had to come together like this in the first place. Like, the, like we were failed as a community. And, and that's what it feels like every election for me, hmm. because we we get these like all right well at least we didn't totally get fucked. Uh, that's not I mean that it's something to celebrate sure, and you know less people are gonna die because of that you know what happened, but it's still depressing that so many people are on this train that just doesn't seem to go anywhere. Yeah. No, it is, uh, you know, two steps forward, one step back sometimes. Um, but you just got to imagine, like, what would it be without that one step forward? Like, fuck. Yeah. Like, imagine, I mean, imagine, imagine if Democrats didn't take the House and you just had two more years of unchecked fucking, you know, unfettered, you know, you know, the same people that 15 years ago would have told you about checks and balances and how government should work are like, you know, now basically like want their strongman authoritarian daddy to tell them, you know, what to do. Well, do you watch uh, Daily Show? N- not so much in the last uh, two years. And it has nothing not to Trevor Noah thing. Or maybe it is. But um, they it really was when the nightly show got canceled. And yeah, I wasn't I, a giant, a big fan of um, of the uh, the conspiracy one they put on. Like I think that's that guy's funny for a segment. Like that's that Jordan gimmick. Clever. Is, Jordan Clever. I think that that gimmick is cool for a segment on the nightly show or the daily show. But they have a whole show. I, and I totally yeah. get why they they had it. Um, but Comedy Central is good for that. Like. Taking something that's sort of like, do you remember Chocolate News from '08? Mm, I probably watched it, but I don't. It was a sketch comedy show that David Allen Greer had, and it was fucking hilarious. I mean, hilarious. There's a skit. Go to YouTube. There's a guy on. He's a death row inmate, and he avoided death. He avoided the chair by ordering an all-you-can-eat buffet. For his last meal, <laughs> he trained himself. Look, look, look! So he literally sits on the toilet and eats nonstop, and he trained himself to take naps in between bites. <laughs> so he literally just a nonstop buffet of food is coming through because, and they changed the law, but he's grandfathered in, so they can't do nothing about it. So the next guy can't, but he's like takes a little nibble and then he nods off. And he wakes up, takes a little nibble, nods off, and he trained him. It's fucking hilarious. But it was because it was the run up to the 08 election. They needed a show specifically by and for, I'm not going to say it was for black people, but it was definitely by a black person and had, you know, black American culture themes, that kind of thing. Like anything else, black American and other people. I mean, other people can enjoy it, but it certainly was obvious. 
So I think it was the same thing like with the Jordan clip. But then it went away. They didn't come back for a season two. They did their eight or ten episodes, and that was it. And, and they've been doing this with, with – Comedy Central has been doing this forever. They, they, oh, they that's like, what I said. They've like and then they'll – two seasons. Yep. Yeah. If, yeah, if that. What about the guy yeah. – uh, uh, Mario – I don't know. His name's not Mario. You know, he had a show. Everybody, I mean, if you if you can't get a, com- a show on Comedy Central, it's one of those, uh, As if you're a comedian, it's like, you must not have no talent. <laughs> Everybody got well, Or Adult Swim, something. Damn. Yeah. Fucking Tim, well, Tim the, and Aaron well, got a damn show. Daily Show has been doing good recently. Like, at first, I was out on Trevor Noah just because I was so into John Stewart. John Stewart. He wasn't I John. really got it. Yeah, but he really found his stride, and he's really got his own thing now, and I like it. And especially the the new cast of uh, his his uh, correspondents, like, contributors, yeah, correspondents. Roy Wood Jr. is well, he's not new. Amazing. Obviously, you know that. Yeah, yeah, but uh, well, I, I would go to Ronnie Chang is one of my favorites right now. But the Roy Wood Jr. last night. Um, on the election special, he said that, and he he was make, he was making a joke. He's like, "Well, you guys consider this a victory, but I mean, you guys won the house, so now Trump has someone as a scapegoat. Because now every time something fucks up, like if his jobs go down, like, oh well, that's because you guys got the House Democrats and shit." I'm stupid enough to fall for that, and 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 then I thought about the country that I live in. So <laughs> exactly, and that's what I'm saying. It's like it's funny, but it's fucking sad because it's true. And he was yeah. probably watching Donald Trump was probably watching that shit because someone's talking about him, so he has to watch. And right. and he's like, that's a great fucking idea. Man, but um, I don't. I don't want to. Um, you guys were talking DNC earlier. Um, with the Obama thing, the great speeches and stuff like that. Julian yeah. Castro. I thought he was going to be the next guy. Who? The Julian Castro. Yo, I see you talking. Wait, uh, the, the Castro twins. Yes. So okay, every time. And I'm 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 sure Josh and Rich could attribute every time we talk about like the failure of Democratic leadership, I bring up the Castro twins. In 2012, they 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 were on the circuit, you know, on TV, you know, uh, you know, hyping up the Obama reelection and whatever they were running for their own things in Texas. I was like, oh, by 2016. These two guys, or at least one of them, is going to be a star in the Democratic Party. Why are they still riding the fucking bench? They're fucking handsome. They're twins. They're dynamic. They they they're, they're great on TV. They're, they're they're not they're not too progressive, you know. I mean, but you know they 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 are because they're fucking thirty four years old, and you know it's just and they and they're Cuban and they're or whatever they are. Cast- Right. There's only a certain amount of, you know, yeah. So I was, I don't know why. I brought that up maybe two months ago. Like, yes, 
I don't understand why the Castro twins or at least one of those Castro boys are, is not a Democrat, a national Democratic star four years after they uh, uh, splashed onto the scene. These Thank two, you. one of those two, should be considered, not run, but they should be considered as, oh, who's a dark, young dark horse candidate for 2020, 2024? We should be talking about the Castro twins, but we won't because they're, they should have been getting their name. No what? I swear to God, Craig, 90% of the people listening to our voices right now don't know who the fuck Juan and uh, Julio Castro, or whatever, the Castro twins, don't know who they are. Julian. And that's a failure on Democratic leadership for that. Not that you should be their goddamn personal PR machines, and that's not what they're, you know. Wow, I like that. All right, all right. In in their defense, like, I asked my... Um, I was in this National Young Leaders Conference thing in D.C. when I was in high school, and I went and I got to I went to D.C. and got to sit with my House of Representatives representative, and she is amazing. She's Marcy Captor. You probably heard of her, but you probably don't remember her. She's been our rep in Toledo for I mean since I was in probably earlier than that, but. She's been our rep. And I went up and I asked her, and this was fucking shit, 20-something years ago. And I asked her, why will you ever, like, try to run for president? Because I was was in high school, so I was a kid. I don't know anything Mm -hmm. about anything. I was like, are you ever going to try to run for president? Because I love you. You're awesome. And she was like, she explained to me how she's more effective doing what she does in Congress than she would be in a presidential role because of, of her getting to make laws. Whereas, and, and she, she's done an amazing job. Like she, if you, you two Marcy Captor and she's all over the place. Okay. But, um, but she's not, well, and and I don't know if she's too old for it now, but um, she she said that she she presidents are more of a, a representative kind of like a I don't want to put words in her mouth from fucking twenty five years ago that I don't remember, but okay. you know it, it kind of made sense to me in that the the president is more of a charismatic leader to direct the country instead of an actual, like, lawmaker as she is a house. Sure, but it's nice when you get, when you can get, like, both. (laughs) A charismatic leader that also knows how to fucking govern and and shape out. Right, right. And she she is both. She could be, she could be that. Right. But she's never tried to do that. And she, the way she explained it to me made sense. But I'm like, man, why can't we have people like that in in those roles, like that care about stuff? You know, that, that Look, fucking care. I I halfway and only halfway agree with Joe Rogan's theory of anybody who wants to be president should absolutely not be allowed to be president. Like that's not a job you should. Yeah. Like who wants who should, who wants to be 
I am the grand leader of 330 million people. Like, that person's probably a sociopath. Like, who wants that kind of power? Like, <laughs> who wants that kind of responsibility? Yep. And not, a, not, but just like people who want to be cops probably shouldn't be cops. She get people that, yep. and that's a little difficult to, you know, because you need cops and you take people who want to be fucking cops. But I get this oh, sort of thought right. process that, you know, you don't want people that are like, yeah, I'm a, you know, because what a lot of it turns into people who were, it's just who power. Were, uh, yeah, who were treated, who were fucking nerds and assholes and pussies in sc- in school, and now they're cops, and they get to. Uh, you know, and they get to, you know, exact some fucking retribution. Mm-hmm. Obviously not on their high school bullies or people that gave them swirlies or whatever, but on somebody. No, but they, they, they put them faces on to the faces that the people they persecute. Even if it's not consciously. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. Um, you, you've seen uh, American President, right? American President? No. Oh, it's a great movie. Um, yeah. Anytime it's, uh, uh, I don't know how you haven't learned this by now, but any <laughs> odds are like 999 times out of a thousand, if it's a movie, I didn't see it. Especially if it's okay. a movie made in 2000. <laughs> no, no, no. This is this is fucking like 93, 95, something like that. Oh shit! Then this maybe is, this is back. American president. Who's in it? Michael Douglas and that Benning. Uh, Martin Sheen. Hmm. Uh, uh, Richard Dreyfus. It's the uh, the president is a younger guy. You know, it was kind of like right after Clinton got in, he was kind of a youngerish guy, and yeah. and uh, he is a is a widow. His wife died. A widower. And yeah, yeah, is that what they call it? Widower. Mm-hmm. Hey, anyway. And he's got a daughter, and he falls for some uh, for Annette Benning, who is a lobbyist. Uh, for, on the other uh, side, or like, or like a, do they have similar ideology? Similar ideology, but he has to make a choice. To oh, Michael J. Fox is it? You'd love this movie, I think. You need okay. to look this up. Um, All right. And, and and basically has to make a choice of her or this bill, whatever. And he he basically at one the reason why I'm asking is because at one point in the movie he he has to bomb a a uh, a building in another country because of some something that they did to sure. us and. The um, someone said, I, th- I think it was Martin Sheen. He goes, "That was very presidential what you just did." And he goes, uh, "At 3 a.m., some dude is going to his job as a janitor at this place, and he's going to lose his life because we had to bomb this building. That is that is the least presidential thing that I've ever done." And it was like. Yeah, you shouldn't. That I mean, that you need to have that kind of perspective when you go into decisions like that. You can't be like, let's fuck them. 
Yeah. Anyway, check out the movie. I think it's okay. really good. Um, outside <laughs> to wrestling. Uh, uh, Crown Jewel. I'm tired of fucking talking about that. I talked to Greg on Sunday night, a half hour because he he was sick and he didn't have a co-host. Um, that was nice. Um, oh, so you're co-hosting now? When you when it took you how many uh, goddamn months, years to even call no, us? No. We, done, we done we done got you all like now blossomed into a. <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't that at all. I wasn't even gonna push one, but Greg said he was sick and he was hoping for somebody to call in so he could because his throat was or his voice was all right. messed. I was like, oh man, I gotta. Oh, so you're just being uh, just being a nice guy helping out. Uh, yeah, and we ended up having a great conversation. I, mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. I it was that me, idea. and then hey, I think. Good. No, I was just thinking of you, widower. Like, oh, is that what that means? Do you know what the female uh, version of a misogynist is? Is this a, is this a joke? It's just like like widower. You didn't know like. For a man, the guy's not a widow. He's a widower. So I was, it just made me think of other words oh, that, like, I, you, I only hear, that. you only hear. Right, right. You only hear the, the one gendered version because there aren't a ton I of. I thought it was a widow. I thought men were widows. No, they're widowers. Oh. And, and, and female misogynists are misanders. Mis, mis, it, it's, misander, it's misandery, not misogyny. Okay. Yeah, Rick well, told it out. Because I forget, I think it was in context of like TJP or something, and so this was probably like two years ago. Rich would know. Rich would know yeah. all about this. Yeah, yeah. Like they had a, uh, they had a um, episode of Black Lightning earlier this year, and mm-hmm. it was called Master Lowry, and you listen to. Them, uh, the, the network, um, the Super Tuesday stuff, and they were like, why is it called Massa Lowry? Like, all this stuff. And I'm like, well, I mean, I, I mean, uh, uh, I knew that a an unmarried man isn't mister, it's master. Like, uh, I'm but so no that's like so like when when they call him Master Bruce or like rich people and their butlers call the kids, it's always Master whoever. Because well, they're I don't own. know about that. I I I think that's what you mean. You've seen enough movie. movies with rich people and their butlers, and they call them yep. they call the boys Master. Oh yes, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Like Master Bruce. Oh, Master I'm about to Bruce. say, goddamn, no, that ain't just strange <laughs> thing I only noticed. <laughs> Master Bruce, about- you know, school the weights or whatever the fuck they do. <laughs> I was thinking you were talking about like, like old slavey, you know, movies no, no, and stuff like that. No. Like master, they want to be called master because no. whatever. But no, yeah, damn, Craig. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, I'm serious because I was confused about it too. I'm like, why do they call? It? Oh, yeah. okay. Hey, now I know. To, uh, Super Tuesday. Have you checked out? And if you haven't, it's probably my fault because they're the homie and I should plug them more often. Um, but there's a podcast called the Strike Twice Podcast. And my man, D. Lou, and he does it uh, 
with his sister John A. You, and they're, you they're broke up in the middle of your plug, so you're gonna have to say that again. Oh, uh, the Strike Twice podcast. Thank you. Um, the Strike Twice podcast is hosted by my man D. Lou. Um, they're twins, so I'm not sure if it's Demetrius or Derek. I think it's Derek. <laughs> but you're, you're really bad with these twins. Huh? Julian, Julio. Right, yeah, no, yeah, that's the point. Like, I don't know. Y'all just saying. They both look like, they, they, shit, for the longest time, they were, the running gag on the East Coast cast was, we had Apollo Crews as uh, as a fan. Because <laughs> they look like Apollo <laughs> Crews with, with beards. Um, but yeah, it's called the Strike Twice Podcast, D-Lou and John A. And uh, yeah, it's, Unfortunately, I don't get to listen to it because I'm super behind on all Black Lightning. Um, but I do listen to his other podcast called Rolling Conversations with him and his fiance, uh, Whitney J. Um, so, yeah, so the Strike Twice podcast, Rolling Conversations, if you want to support the homies, go uh, go download and, and uh, on your podcast apps and uh, and listen to an episode or two. I looked that up. Do Do they do just Black Lightning or do they do other stuff? Well, the Strike Twice podcast is Black Lightning. The Rolling Conversations is just is literally rolling conversations, like relationship stuff that him and his fiance talk about. It's kind of regular, right. regular people stuff. But, so but it Strike isn't Twice, like a, the whole CW network like MTR does. No, 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 no. Strike Twice, they just review yeah. Black Lightning. Sort of like Fan by Fan did Flash. Yeah. Yeah, I missed that shit. Yeah, me too. I really do. I did. still got my shirt. So got my slash shirts from the South Congress. Um, I'm gonna get out of here, but I want to give you the uh, the the one gotta go. Um, but I gotta I gotta preface it because you have been putting up these pictures and videos of these adorable puppies, mm. and you're getting a puppy. No, I think I've been I've I've talked myself out of that. Uh, I was I was real weak. Sunday, Monday, like, oh, I got to get it. Oh, I want this dog. I want this. Um, but there's a slight chance Cam is going to get one, and he might get Runty, the one that I actually wanted. So if he does, I can, like, <laughs> still see him and hang you'll out. Be, you'll be Uncle Trev. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so 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 what's your uh, – how's that, how's that line up with your one got to go? Well, I want to tell you this story just tiny story uh, yeah. about what happened to me today i'm sitting here i you know i got a dog blitz yep and i'm sitting here i'm listening to i think it was a pod uh, some podcast i'm just sitting here you know playing my game and then yeah. all of a sudden i hear this like screaming 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 and it's like Around here, you're not really sure what the sounds are because just where I – not not screaming like a person screaming. Okay. But it's like an animal. And so I'm like, what what is this sound? And I'm like – because sometimes it's cats fucking, you know? And yeah. – but this was like screams of terror. So I get up. And I go to the porch and I'm like, where? And and everybody else is getting to their porch, like a couple of my other neighbors. And the neighbor across the street from me starts running. So I run where he's running. I don't even know what, where I'm running to. 
but it was this dog who had tried to get under the fence. And when he came or she came back out of the fence, the, the hook, you know how fences on the bottom of the fence have the hook? Tore up. Um, it right in the, under her eye had hooked her eye, like not the eyeball, but the skin under the eye. The fence was in that, like grooved in there. And we were like freaking the fuck out. So, so the, the only reason I'm telling you this is because I haven't talked about it to anybody and it was really traumatic. And when we ran over there, we're like, we're just trying to get her out of like unhooked because she's like pulling at the fence, the dog, and is trying to get this. And I'm, we're like, is there a way she's going to rip her damn whole scalp off if she, if she, yeah. Yeah, we didn't really know how that would work. I'm like, I'm like, because it isn't like you just like stick a hook and a piece of paper and you can just, you know, rip that part of the paper off. So the hook is in her skin, and a couple neighbors came from across the street. There was me and my across the street neighbor, and then the the owner of the house. So there's five of us there, and mm-hmm. and we're and the dog keeps trying to rip itself away from the fence. So I pinned my knee onto the dog just to try to get because the back the back legs of the dog is what was making her you know rip you know yeah. front and then one guy grabbed her front and i'm like and we're and three old ladies and me and this younger guy cross the street and we're mm-hmm. like thinking wire cutters wire cutters what you know where's all and then i was like okay we just need to bend that so i ran back to my place and i had the one older lady kneel down on the dog where my knee was yeah. and came back here, grabbed my pliers. What kind of dog? And and then, how big? That it, I'm assuming it was not that big if an old lady can just... You, you've seen pictures of Blitz, right? Yeah. That's that's about how what the size was. I mean, Blitz is um, a small boy. Yeah, it was, it was... I mean, it wasn't a giant dog, but it was a medium-sized regular dog. Okay. Like regular size. And then, um, so I ran back here, got my pliers, went over there. And I was like, you know, we had to get, everybody was in the right positions and the dog kind of calmed down. And, um, the person bent the, bent the hook of the fence. And then we pulled it out and it like pushed the dog's head down so she could get out. And it was like, so fucking gruesome. And how, how how many inches of wire or fence fence wire was uh, was it more than an inch? Was it like really deep, like in there? It was. I mean, you, you've seen the bottom of a of a metal fence, right? Like just the hook, because like uh, apparently the dog tried to go out the bottom, and when it came back, like. The, yeah, like, they're kind of twisted, like twisty, like a, they do them like a twisty tie at the bottom, but it's still yes. got two yes. sharp prongs stick, you know, yep. f- facing opposite of each other. Okay, so that's like well, it, not, not the two sharp. No, it wasn't two sharp prongs. It was just one hook. One so hook. it was okay. one hook up, and so like it didn't get in her eye, but her trying to get out of the fence. Yeah, I think she kept pounding that fence into her eye. Oh, yeah. She was trying to get out of the fence. And so 
like that probably did some damage there, but like as far as like the actual hook only was in the bottom of her eyelid, you know? And so mm. it was just oh and the scream, I'll never forget it. And every, so, everything so that happened. I, so you get the thing out of her eye, do you let her go and she just bolts off, takes off, or was she a no, stray? She, like what the hell? No, 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 it was her dog. It was the lady's dog. Oh, okay. Okay, 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 okay. And she was freaking out. The lady was freaking out more than the dog was when we got out of it. She's like, oh, my God, I don't know what's wrong. You know, and uh, so we got the dog out, and the dog just stood there, didn't try to bolt, didn't try to attack us because we were all in her space. Hmm. She just stood there. And we're like, okay, well, oh, our job here is done. It was like 10 o'clock in the morning. I already had like seven beers, you know. <laughs> and the guy across the street, he was like, yeah, I was just chilling at home listening to music. I'm like, yeah, that sounds a lot like this neighborhood. Um, you know, <laughs> one guy drinking across the street at 10 a.m. And the other guy. Anyway, I I wanted to tell everybody that that's listening to this because – when when situations like that happen, you need to calm the fuck down. Like you're you're panicked. You need to calm down, and then think about things like logically. Because we sure. wasted like minutes with that dog. Like, mm. where's the wire cutters? We need wire cutters. We need to clip the fence. When all I really needed to think about at the first, like when I first saw it, was pliers. Yeah, but I was so panicked at the sight of this dog. And the thing's freaking out, right? Got a hook in her eye. Yeah. <clears throat> but you need when when you're in a crisis situation like that, you just need to calm down and think logically. And it, I I know it's hard to do, and I probably won't do it the next time I go into a situation like that. But mm. it was freaking weird. Anyway, I just wanted to bring that up to you as a future puppy owner. Hopefully, because all dogs need. No, I, I just I, I what really won out was like I like not like there's a reason I don't and never wanted children, right? Like a lot of it is because I'm selfish. Like I don't, I want to be absorbed in me. Like I don't want to have somebody else or something else taking up my time. So the idea of I don't. I have an apartment. That son of a bitch gonna have to get walked three times a day. No. Okay, I'm no. poor. That motherfucker's probably gonna. If, you know, I, I feed my cat expensive ass twenty five, thirty dollar bags of food, but I get that every six weeks. So I'm I'm adding more of a thing into our already stretched budget, uh, time, the patience to train a puppy. Uh, these are, these are things that I'm not good at. These things that these are not in my uh, in my wheelhouse of, of of you know whatever. So well, this and this and like what... I, and like somebody said, the thing is, it's not going to be a puppy forever, you know. So yeah, I just it, it's fine. I got I, you know I'm not a dog person. It's just I got caught up in. I've never been around puppies, new like newborn puppies, still in like a. A, a thing where they're separated from everybody else still with the mom. Like I've never seen that. Josh has, you know, breeds his, his 
his dogs. Uh, so his dogs popping out puppies twice a year, right? So he goes through it, but he makes a ton of money off of it and stuff. So it's worth the the, the time. And he, then he doesn't have to keep them; they're gone. <laughs> so I've never. So I just got caught up in the oh look at oh we're such friends that we bonded. Oh he's sniffing my ear, that kind of shit. Yeah, two weeks from now, when his yappy ass won't shut the fuck up and my apartment smells like shit, then, you know, I'd be thinking about the decisions I made. Well, th- this is what I wrote down to, that I was going to talk about here right before I give you the one got to go, is that if you if you have never owned a dog before and want to or thinking about owning a dog, try yeah. going fast foster dogs for the Humane Society. Humane Society, like volunteer, Humane Society will give you a dog, foster a dog until they find a home attached like to the to the actual, like, I own Blitz for life. You know, my life or his. One of, you know, I'm, me and Blitz are buddies forever. Right. And, and so you, you as a foster parent of a dog, a foster, you know, my sister does this all the time. She has dogs come in, live with her, stay with her. And then when they find their owners, they, you know, she, and then she gets a new dog and then they can develop a new bomb. My sister's an animal freak show, but, um, but yeah, if you want to see if you're capable of dealing with owning a dog, Foster dogs with the Humane Society first, and then figure out, you know, if you're capable of even doing that. Yeah, yeah. Good thing. Uh, thing is, I didn't even have to do that to know I'm not capable of doing that. So. Oh, remember that <laughs> next time you remember that next time you see a cute little puppy and you're like, oh, I hate it. Right. You know. I'll, um, uh, one gotta go. Snap back to reality. Yeah. Go ahead. And I want you to answer this twice. Once as a dog owner and once mm. as if you were a dog. One's got to go. Rawhide, Kongs, which is the thing you put the peanut butter in, the big rubber thing. Oh, what you do with your dog in your privacy your own home is your business. Sir. <laughs> he loves Kong. I got two big-ass black Kongs. And they're freaking crazy. <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> Okay. All right. I'll take a picture. I'll put it up. I'll, I'll show you. Don't do not send me a picture of your black dong covered in peanut butter, please. Don't. Kongs. Kongs. Uh, okay. With a K. <laughs> you got rawhide. You got kongs. Uh huh. You got deer antlers, which are just bones that, like. It's like the everlasting God stopper or God stopper of bones, mm. and then stuffed toys. One's got to go, as an owner and if you're a dog. Yeah. Well, I don't because I don't know what Kongs are. Um, I'm going to have to go with that. Like, well, I don't know what it is, so I can't miss it. <laughs> Dog or or owner, um, raw hide. Well, that seems like something I'm gonna cool to explain what the Kongs. Like, 
I'm just thinking of the the difference of consistencies of like the the I like a dog the psychology it's like you want different types of chew things I almost immediately say get rid of the stuffed animal no now he's chewing up my fucking pillow or something because he doesn't have something soft to chew on so no he can keep the stuffed animal but stuffed animals antlers raw hides those are three differently cons- different consistent chew things. Um, so those would be three to have. So the other one that I don't know what it is can go peanut butter or not. Okay. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to take a video after I'm done with this and after you talk to Darrell, I'm going to take a video of me filling up my Kong with peanut butter and a treat and giving it to the dog and seeing how much he loves it. So just so you know, for future reference, when you do become a dog owner, because I do believe you will eventually fall into that love <laughs> have a good one trap thanks even um damn look at the time you know you got Durrell, what's going on what's up travis not too much man what's on your mind besides the obvious not a thing man just finished just finishing up um smoking a doobie Nice. Listen to you and Craig. <laughs> ah, calming my nerves. You know. Yo, so I so I smoked at like five or six central, right? And it was just, mm-hmm. and that was so. No, 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 no. It was like right before the first return started coming in. So probably like yeah, like six central, like or seven central because the cl- polls closed. Uh, in Indiana at like 6.30. Um, so the returns start coming in within a half hour, hour. So I had blazed, and that was just like, nah, this is a this is a downer. Uh, 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 this is not the night to be taking stimulants, right? Or, or anything that could be, you know, because I was just jittery, just because I'm, I'm, I'm nervous and like, because I'm watching the fucking returns come in and I'm just afraid of what the country might further delve into. And and I just was like I'm done. I didn't smoke till like like two in the morning, right? Like I, until I was like, okay, everything's kind of final and settled down. And but for for all that, for the whole evening and night, I just was like, nah, I'm too much of a mess. It just it's just not gonna do anything but make my heart fucking race even more. <laughs> and I'm gonna just be even more anxious. So I had to chill. I, I wish I had like some fucking rum or at least like some beers or something. It was definitely a downer night. Just to keep your nerves. Well, it wasn't really a downer night for me. No, no, no downer and uppers and downers. You wouldn't want to take something that's a downer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I was excited. I was excited the whole night, even though stuff didn't turn out how it was. You know, you know, sometimes you you kind of hate people who be like, oh, I'm gonna take my vote and go home because uh, it didn't work out like in Florida. The turnout wasn't as big as they thought it was going to be. Those Florida people, boy, they so amazing. <laughs> Yo, did you see the meme? Wait, 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 wait. There was a meme or it was a, tw- a tweet that somebody shared, screenshot it and shared, and it said Florida could have a decision of ice cream or a kick in the head, and the, kick in and the, the results would be 50.5 to 49.5. I was like, oh, my God. People don't vote. Because 10 million people didn't vote. <laughs> 10 million people. 
in Florida didn't vote. <laughs> and you just can't blame it on one side. It's probably from both sides. And it was easier for um, when Trump went down there, he riled up his, you know, his racist base who end up going out and keeping it even. Even though we don't know what a Senate race is, but I think about it as this. You know, Gillum came from a place where it was a large gap and made it almost an inch there. So you got to look at it as if you don't give up, next time that inch should be a little bit higher. This is what I said in 2016 after uh, Hillary won the the primary. Excuse me, won the primary. As disappointed as I was, number one, you you always knew it was going to be a long shot, and it hurts more when you come close. But you do take some satisfaction. You know, there is more victories are are a thing. Those are they're real. But but what I knew, I said this. I said his campaign is going to. Launch an entire wave of, progre- of of progressive candidates. Like there's going to be a ton of 20 and 30 year olds that are inspired to run for, for some kind of public office because they were in, because of Bernie Sanders' presidential campaign. And that and exactly that happened. And helped by the guy who fucking won, um, lo- uh, 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 spurred his own kind of uh, rebellion, like with scientists running at a. At a, at, a, at a clip never seen, women running at a clip never seen, people of color running at a clip never seen. I can't, you can't give that to, you know, you know that's not Bernie Sanders' uh, um, accomplishment. That was, unfortunately, Donald Trump's accomplishment. But what he did was he, he fired up a part of the Democratic base that never, ever had a reason to be fired up. Why get fired up over progressive policies when the fucking person that's going to win is going to do everything their fucking hardest to fight to the center? It's not the right, right? So there was nobody fighting for 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 progressive policy for progressive policy. There's there's no networks. There's no media fighting for progressive. You know they talk about the liberal media. That's that's bullshit. I've I've debunked that garbage over and over again. Where was Rachel Maddow when the when the Tesla S one car of the year in 2013? Right, like nowhere, not doing a segment yeah. on on amazing thing that just happened. Um, so so, and that happens, and the same thing is going to happen in Texas and uh, and Florida and I really Georgia. I think in Texas. I really think in Texas, and I heard y'all talking about a leader. Yeah, in, yeah. Um, we, were, we were talking about that too. from Texas eight years ago. Probably the number one leader and probably potential um, president, uh, top one, of the top president candidate. Because he built a base from out of nowhere when everybody thought he didn't have a chance, and him at the top of the card, what a leader's supposed to do, and right. carry everybody, others with drag him. everybody over the finish he line, carry with others you. with him, and, and unlike a lot of seats, yeah, no, totally. I just I talked about the yeah Dallas and Houston, all their they're wiped out their entire establishment, judicial uh, judges, uh, got a whole different wave of uh, of young judges in Dallas and Houston. You've got all these uh, congressional seats and state seats, seats uh, legislature seats filled by uh, uh, by progressives. So that's again, I can't get lost in the disappointment that he came, you know, within a point and a half, two points, and and you know that sucks. But you know, you gotta, you gotta that 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 silver lining is real. Yeah, and I was happy they finally brought up on TV. The foolishness that's going on down here in Georgia and how we've been railroaded 
And you know, it's typical Georgia State, you know. Yeah, yeah it's like, oh, like <laughs> as things stand now, right, or earlier last night or whatever, like she's down, Stacey Abrams is down 75,000 votes. And then you just think about the half a million voters purged in the last, uh, however long, 300,000 yeah, 300, in the last year and a half. Like, no, that still was out. <laughs> it was 1.2 million people, I, um, new voters showed up this, um, this, this term. And he 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 was able to keep out. Remember, it was one point five. He was able to keep out three hundred thousand. God damn! <laughs> Just think about it. I mean, how do you feel? Right like, like seriously though. Like even as a heel, right? How do you feel good about like how they consistently win? This isn't like a one-off. This is. This is consistent. Like Jerry, May- like North Carolina, the, the North Carolina Supreme Court said ra- ger- racial gerrymandering is done at a surgical precision with surgical precision. The way they draw their districts, it's with racial surgical precision. The North Carolina Supreme Court said this, right? Not me, not conspiracy blog. Dot fucking you know co. It's Georgia fucking Supreme Court and and struck down their their bullshit. Rules. Unfortunately, they weren't able to redraw the districts uh, like they were in Pennsylvania this year. They did that, and you know, uh, but in North Carolina, they got to wait till the next, you know, maybe next year if they have any local stuff. Next year will be redrawn, but definitely by 2020. Um, but how do you feel good as a voter on that? Do you just go? Is it like a heel? A heel? Is it like a heel fan of a wrestler? Like he won? I don't care. And you just make you make heel. Excuses about why it excuses. wasn't cheating when he when he pulled the guy's uh, tights or gouged him in the eyes or threw powder in his face or you know is it is it is that how they justify and talk themselves to sleep or talk themselves into into you know that they're not horrible human beings for 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 it take well no how are you how you're un, that, that those same people are probably so used to unfair advantages right like it's just a way of life. These are the same people that would say white trash. Y'all already born with an unfair advantage. Most of them already born with an advantage. Right. Like, so, so my question to people like that are like, well, my family, we worked hard, and da 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 da. da. I go, okay, did your granddad or great grandpop was he was he in the military? Did he serve in World War Two or Korea? And if they said, you know, yeah, uh, yeah, you know, he was in the reserves or whatever. Oh, did he? Uh, did he? Did he um, apply for the GI? Did he get a GI bill? GI scholarship? Yeah. Oh, so that allowed him to buy his first home, right? And then pass that generational wealth down to your, to his kids and then to his kids and then eventually you, right? Yeah. Oh, well, my granddad yeah. didn't have that opportunity. That's one fucking example. That's one example. Like, yeah, my granddad came back from fucking Okinawa with a medal and here. This ain't for you. Oh, you know, uh, you can say, have you ever had to go every day? Easy example to, to, to prove to, yourself. You know, but but when but when you just constantly are on the side of winning when you know you ain't like how do you like when they add up all the votes at the end of an election, right? And they're like, oh yeah, Democrats out 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 got a million and a half more votes, but lost twelve seats. Like what the fuck? How does that happen? How do you how do you look at that as a winner? Ten million votes. How do you they look lost, at that as a winner and be like, mm-hmm. we won strategy. They lost we, five we, seats. We, we outworked them. 
Like, nah. Like, how did, yeah. It's crazy. Again, you just have to, like, a heel wrestling fan, you just have to make excuses and go, I didn't see, what, what eye gouge, uh, JR? I didn't see an eye gouge. I think he had a piece of lint on his eyebrow and he got it off for him. You know, it's like fucking King and the Jerry Lawler uh, heel announcer of fucking politics. <laughs> Grab him oh, he, he, ain't, he ain't suppressing votes. He's not suppressing votes. These people lying. <laughs> ain't, no, ain't no hidden votes that they ain't counting um, right now in these absentee ballots or early uh, these, these ballots that have been sent in. Or, or he didn't purposely send in. <laughs> he didn't purposely not send enough ballots Paper ballots in certain places right. where they can't send um, around. Oh, oh, did you hear? Wait, did you hear about the one place that got foreclosed on in the middle of the night? The polling office. Yeah. The the, per- yep. the building. The, the person that owned that building foreclosed on it or something in the middle of the night on Monday night, Tuesday morning. So when all the volunteers showed up to open up on polls the day of the polls, you know, six thirty in the morning, there were signs repossessed or foreclosed or whatever. Sheriff sale or people fuck. who showed up there at six thirty in the morning and the polling place talking about the powers out and they didn't open up the places until twelve in the afternoon. Yeah, we ain't got no power close to early at five. And where some people had standing lines till one o'clock in the morning. The no, I know. I know. <laughs> it's crazy, like, like that stuff is crazy, man. I just, yeah, it's a hard fight. We're going to a runoff. I hope so. They don't come back out and vote again. Yeah, that's the only. That's the only. uh, That's for me. Hopefully, that'll be that'll be better. No, I'm asking whoever's listening. You know, they send the bombs through the mails. I don't know. Somebody might have seen my Facebook, you know, and I'm like, fuck Trump, bitch-ass nigga. And they're like, oh, all right, motherfucker, I see you. <laughs> so I got this package, this Amazon package. It's got my address, my right apartment number, but I don't remember ordering shit off Amazon. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, no, I was going to order a, a, a torch lighter, but I didn't. Hey, guy, you want to open this for me, pal? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna, I mean, it didn't blow up in my hand yet, so I mean, it is pretty light. They've been, they, you know what? They been a, listening. Yeah, if, if, if all of a sudden you hear boom and the fucking, you know, tweet, you know, I'm dead, yo. Or my hands are at least blowing off or something. Yeah, I'm just proud. I'm still proud of everything, man. She gave an inspiring um, speech afterwards. So this is the lighter I bought. Yeah. I bought it on eBay, but he sent it in an Amazon box. That must have been somebody um, personally packed that. Like a store? Like an eBay store? I don't know. That's weird. Cause I had to send, cause I haven't ordered off eBay in a year, and I changed apartments. So I ordered it, and then I, I mailed them like, "Oh shit, can you change that to eleven thirty one, not eleven twenty two?" Um, um, he's like, so I get an email, and the next morning, it's like, "What's your phone number?" I was like, "No, 
You don't need my phone number. Change the fucking address, the, the apartment number to 1131. Period. That's it. And then, obviously, you did. And I got my number. <laughs> so, yeah, my bad, John. Yeah. But, yeah, man, that was a good night, man. And, I, and it, was, it was pretty decent. Um, it filled my day up. Um, not too much going on in wrestling this week. Um, yeah. I enjoyed my boy Smackdown AJ's got- um, promo he cut against Brock. Had- Oh, I didn't hear that. Have you seen any of the SmackDown numbers yet? Um, nope, I haven't. Okay, they, I'm interested. They probably I'm assuming bad. they got murdered because I don't think anybody. I didn't even turn turn it on. I was like, I'm not turning away from these returns. So, only reason why I was looking at them because um, I had I got two TVs in my room, <laughs> so okay. I had something playing on one TV because. When you playing one game, when you playing on your game system, sometimes you don't want to um, you want to watch TV too. <laughs> oh yeah, so no, that's yeah, why yeah. I had a little two TV. Mm-hmm. And oh I yeah, I thought that was the bit. Yeah, me too. I do that sometimes too, but sometimes it be acting like you want to play slow, and I hate that on the laptop. Well, it it's your, uh, up from time to time. It's your, K- so. it's your KB, K- KBPs up. My guy. Oh man, I uh, <laughs> I get about a whole bunch of those. It just oh, you ain't seen I the work on my I, I work on my computer. I, I work from my computer. I work from home. So four fucking wings, and there's some fries. Yeah, my bad, Terrell. Yeah, I work from home, so um. <laughs> My laptop be like, man, sometimes you got to close me, buddy. <laughs> so he don't give me a time. So I just be like, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I close it. But, yeah, it was good. Um, Becky, Becky um, came back nice, you know. Yeah, I like I like the promo stuff exchanges that they're having. It's really uh... – it's really cool. I like the old school feel of you say something on one show, I say something on the other show, I respond on one show, you respond on the other. I like that. I like that a lot. My whole thing is, I I, I wonder how many people who be watching me, uh, like watching um her and everything and watching what Rhonda say, how, how many of these people ever been in like a beef with somebody or argument? Because Ain't no good or bad guys in an argument when you fussing with another person. <laughs> I, I hear what Wade be saying, but I'm like, yeah. ain't no low blow, ain't no shot not not taken. But there is. I mean, there, there are places you can't go, Darrell. I mean, come on. There's some places oh, yeah, as a baby gonna, you like the good go. person ain't gonna talk about somebody dead mama or something like that. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> the good person yeah. ain't gonna do that. But um, right, but just kind of generic, like you ain't shit kind of stuff. Attitude. It's just like, hey, that's what they, we fighters. That's 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 just what it is. That's like expecting and, a rapper like or somebody like that not to not to brag about being the greatest or the most flyest or the whatever various boastings that they do. It's like it's kind of go, oh, it comes along with the territory. Like if you're not, or and I'm gonna talk you, about your clown school. Yeah. I'm gonna talk about your clown school when I'm out here and I've been out here putting in work. Yeah, I'm gonna talk about your clown school. Why shouldn't I talk about the clown school? You, you clown, you know, make right. a clever, that was clown, thing. Make a clever she, joke about it. 
Clown, yeah, make a pun. Joker. The whole thing was based in facts. Rhonda wasn't lying or, or, or exaggerating. So at least she had that going for her. So it, it was just the tone people thought was was off. And I bet if this was like, if this was, uh, you know, you can't discount, you know, you know, is it because she's a woman? Because if, it, if, if, if babyface Randy Orton cuts that promo, I think people are just like, yeah, look at him. He's fired up. And I admit, I had the same uh-huh. thought. Like, oh, Rhonda's like super like aggressive and kind of heelish here. But it was only heel-ish. And again, she was based in fact, so it's not, it's not, a, not a big deal. So. Uh, and I think people, we done got mistaken what is heel-ish anyway, because I'll be thinking what is heel-ish is um, if when a person um, start lying in their promo. Right. So that's because where she absolutely was, so was where everything she said was just real and fact based and you know fact checked. So that was that was the that was the absolute babyface part of it. The, and the only reason it was heelish is because she the way she said it, how aggressive and the look she had on her face when she said it. That was it. That was it. Yeah, it wasn't out of line. WWE. They don't let they don't let babyfaces be aggressive, and that's the thing that we always be asking. It made baby face look and feel so soft. So now when you hear them say something um that's aggressive, it's like, oh, they 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 they're healed now. They're healers. They're turning healers. But no <laughs> when you in a fight, you gotta be tough. Nobody don't want no weak punk <laughs> talking. Right. You can't expect yeah. somebody soft to be to fight back um when somebody tough will come along and push you and punches you in the face. Like that's why I think um, people today, um, when they see and they hear people talk like that, they think it's all hillish or it's a heel turn or whatever like that because Vince done neutered baby faces so much. Like, I don't think we have no real heels. Um, no, like everything right. they tried on Monday, <laughs> um, to me, was kind of cheap heat. Like, using Roman's um, leukemia or something like that. Or the typical WWE um, thing where they did with um, with um, Drew by having him act like he's coming out here to save Finn, but really I, I'm I'm coming to hit him too. I'm coming to hit him in the face too. Like that's the typical WWE thing, the cheap heat that don't last week to week. Like I know I you're mean, a fan of the team That was fine. Had to wait. What 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 McIntyre did? That was cool. It played on the UK yeah, stuff. You know, it played on the European audience. It played on, you know, it was, that was fine. And then he, then bam, he yeah, turned. I or not turned, that. but, you know. I would say it was, um, he was already doing evil stuff anyway, but they were just, you know, going a little bit too much with it. Like, okay, we're going to play with the fans because we know they want to cheer him. So we're going to make it seem like all of a sudden now he's a, he's going to be a baby face when he's been healed. No, he's still a heel. Like, come on. Like, that's just playing with your audience and stuff. What they really do in real oh, life. Man. Man, like, when I don't know. I think you're being a little too self. sensitive with that specific example. Like, that's, like you said, that's just kind of wrestling swerve 101. It was nothing egregious or out of line. It was just a momentary, oh my God, he's coming out to save him. And maybe it's like uh, the start of a new. Is, oh, is Drew want to be in the Bullet Club or in the Ballard Club? And, you know. You never know, and I was—I thought it was fine. I, I had no problem with it. I get you. Uh, I, I understand where you're coming from too. 
So, you know, I, I, I don't think it was that, but I just see it just normal. Because they do so many different stuff, man. They just, I don't know. They just do so many yeah. different um, week type of stuff to me sometimes. And they tease different stuff. Having you think that what's we call them gonna break up again before they came out there with their match against Ruby Riot. Um they gonna every time Dean come, I guess they're gonna mention um they're gonna mention um uh are they gonna mention um whose name? Um Roman's name every time and the leukemia stuff. Like they had sales um out there um talking about it. Like, are they going to mention it every time? Do it have to be mentioned so you can continue? All right. I mean, just because you're over it, it doesn't mean, like, that's not, I mean, shit. They better get every, I mean, goddamn. They better, I mean, that's, you don't use it and use it until, you know, and, and exploit the guy's uh, ailment. But fuck that. I'm going I'm to get everything I can within, within, you know, taste, the bounds of taste. Shit. Man, I, just don't give, I, just, I just don't give a place. I just don't give a place that um, told Randy Orton to tell uh, uh, Ray Mysterio um, that Eddie's in here. Yeah, I'm no, giving him get more it, chances but... to, um, to do stuff. To do no, stuff you give like him chances you every week, twice a week, bro. So let's not. I know. I mean, like that. I know. I give him chances like that. I'm talking about to use different um, tactics to get people over. Can't get keep, keep letting you use that type of stuff like they did with um. What made it whack to me because okay now you try with Natalia with her that shit um so called giving her glasses the crowd <laughs> shit that's why all over it because they didn't even bother to have a finish and the crowd just chanted a count out or counted a count out because WWE was too fucking lazy to say DQ no contest nothing they just it just was over and the crowd was like <laughs> yeah so- ain't over. Or if it's going to be over, maybe we're going to make it a fit. All right, they're about to kick us off. Silly, man. I, I, I got to go. Yeah, but that's what's up. That's what's up, Trav. Appreciate you, man, as always. Um, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, so we can get an official sign out before the countdown clock is ticking. So, yeah, appreciate you guys, uh, your tweets and calls and and uh, emails and your, your interactions. Uh, free folks, the uh, free ride is over. Uh, you got it a little lengthier girthier edition this week so we'll be back cam and i next week uh rich and i'll be back for vip folks so click over we'll be back for another hour or so of content so until then uh, again thanks everybody i'm trav i'm out